Okay, here we go. Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like some Winston Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in Radio Land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio. Back again on this, the Leap Day. Every four years, we're happy to participate in Leap Day. Uh, this is KMA Talk Radio. I am Adam K. The Brewmeister. With me, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, a man who is uh, needs no real introduction. But hey, I'm going to give him one anyway, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning. Hi. Hi. And of course, Paul. Hi. He put uh, some extra effort in that intro today. I tried. Especially he did in the moment. Right, yeah. In the moment. He just but rolled he right into it. He could write, you I, know, he could write like five or six and then rotate them. That would require effort. Well. I'm not a big effort guy. No. Oh, no? No. I didn't realize. Yes. What a <laughs> surprise. That's why you two get along so well. Oh, Ooh, here we go. One over you the don't know my You don't know my daily effort in my regular job. Oh, it's pretty Oh, much, no, no, no. I know it's, it's very minimal. It's yeah. minimal. You have admitted to it being minimal yeah. on multiple occasions. Yeah, any effort in your life strictly comes from direction from Steph. Wow. Yeah, pretty accurate. I can't I'm really the king just, of my castle. I am the king of my he castle. He can't even argue. No, you're not. He's thinking about her, but he's like, God, he's right. I've been channeling you the last few nights <sighs> because I'm I'm sick. So why are you channeling me? And I've been sleeping on the couch to not get my pregnant wife sick. Oh, that's so chivalrous of you. Oh, what a guy. Look at him go. He's such a guy. Look I'm at such him. a gentleman. Have you enjoyed sleeping on the couch? Uh, it's a, it a little bit liberating, isn't it? I'm sleeping on the pullout couch with the no, with my sucks. dog. No, no, sucks. I actually. So we bought a couch that has like a Tempur Pedic mattress. Oh, a real on good it. one. Yeah, it's, it's a good. Pull. I mean, not, it's still a not, thin mattress, but it's actually really the good. Bar between no, your back and everything. no, it's it's really good. So has it been liberating? Uh, no. Have I mean, felt, I get to leave the TV on. Have longer. you felt the freedom? Uh, I, I'd rather be in my it. own bed. I would. Okay, it's not about being in the bed. That's not what I'm talking about. Have you felt the freedom? I don't know of don't this lie. freedom you're talking about. You know about. exactly what I'm talking about. TV was on. <laughs> dog was up there with you. You got to roll left, roll right. Didn't have to pull the covers back after it got snagged Not off you. for anything. No, no. You don't know my dog. I, I've definitely been fighting for the covers. Oh, that's funny. Even the dog out, out ranks you Yeah, in the house. she, she rolls funny. herself up in the covers and makes herself into a burrito, and then I wake up with no covers. That's pretty. That's... My dog doesn't sleep in the bed. Your dog doesn't sleep in the bed? No, I keep her in the crate. Uh, I used to do that. You keep her in the... Yeah, but how old's the dog? Seven months. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, uh, I mean, it's yeah. going to get to the point where you're not going to use a crate anymore. Yeah, exactly. I'm, Seven months. I, is I, this your first dog? Uh, well, I had a dog growing up. We had a dog growing up. Yeah, I mean, it's going to get yeah. to the point where you're not going to use a crate anymore. So when the dog jumps on the bed, you're going to kick her off? Well, at this point, we let her in the bed one time, and she got off and went and got in her crate and went to bed. Yeah, that'll change. I hope not. It, it will. <laughs> it will. Because eventually you're just going to stop using the crate. Yeah. I mean, what, what happened with our crates, eventually they just became dog houses, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the, we took the door off, left the, and the dog would just like go in there and hang out when yeah. it wanted to. But if we were home, mm -hmm. that dog was wherever we were. Yeah. I like the crate training, though. It, yeah, I crate trained all my dogs. We, we did it, too. Yeah. But they, they, they grow out of it. Stephanie like when, crate trained you? <laughs> <laughs> 
can't. I don't even. I don't have the energy to to fire back at you today. Oh yeah, because you're always so good at it. I, I'm really good at it. Yeah, okay. use the use the cold as an excuse. <laughs> yes, I will. You have to get closer to the mic so we can hear that a little better. Yeah. yeah okay, oh, there cool. you go. Much better. Sexy yes. Bradley vo- uh, Alec voice. Yes. Uh, yes. For those not entertaining, we have uh, Alec and Bradley Rubin of Alec Bradley Cigars. Huh. Funny how that works out. As our uh, guests, we're gonna be here for our meet the maker <laughs> segments, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh huh. You took a week off last week. Yeah. I'm glad that's behind us. Yeah, that was a little bit crazy. The Great Smoke was, it was cool, man. I got to say, I thought more people would dress up, but uh, well, Risty, Risty and his crew were really the only ones that, they got that be- were dressed they hands up. Hands down, got best in show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. But this is the first year we themed it. So as much as we tried to promote it as a Disco 70s theme, I don't think people kind of realized it. I didn't. Yeah, see? Yeah. Nobody reads anything. I, I did. I, I, I wore a house. I did this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Bradley. Is that for those of you paying attention, Bradley rocking part, the porn stash. Yeah, part reason for the event. The porn Absolutely. stash. Yeah. I like it. He yeah. looks like a, a young, a young stash. rookie cop just Ron on Jeremy's the beat. Protégé. <laughs> Either that, or he looks like a federale. <laughs> <laughs> he does have that. Yeah, Wait, if you that. had like like little dark brown. I, I, uh, he looked like a federale walking up to the building. Oh yeah, a good looking one. Oh, yes, a, good, a very Thank handsome you. Federale, yes. Thank you. Yes, also but, rocking the uh, dojo uh, hockey jersey. Very nice. Hockey jersey. Yeah. Got Are it. you a hockey guy being a Florida guy? Unfortunately. <laughs> well, went, you I guys went. had a box at the BB&T, right? Yeah. yeah did, you go, did you go watch all the games? We had season tickets for about seven, eight years. I uh, went to 30-plus games every year. We huh? only made the playoffs once. <laughs> we lost in game seven to the Devils, who lost the Stanley Cup that year. And then I went to the Maple Leafs game with Eric and his wife, my girlfriend, and Jack Heyer two days ago, and we lost in Panthers fashion. In, in Panthers fashion. Panthers fashion. Said as a true fan. Ask, yeah. him, ask Brad what happened with the seats. Just some Canadians sitting in our seats. I hope no one's Canadian here, but no. everyone, everyone's saying that there was... You know, Canadians are so nice and they'll, they're polite. <laughs> no, no, they, no. They did not want to move from our seats. Really? E- even though they realized that they were sitting in our seats. So what was their, well, yeah, what did they expect you to do? They're, at first they were arguing like, you know, people on a plane, they're like, you're sitting in my seat. And they're like, no, these are our seats. So that's how it started off. And then okay, they, at some point, somebody produces a ticket with yeah, the seat number. We showed yeah. them the ticket. They're still not looking at their tickets. Finally looked at, looked at their tickets for like, oh, the two rows behind us those people are sitting in our seats we should flip a coin to see who talks to them and <laughs> we were like no you no. buy the tickets you sit where you you buy the tickets you and know that's how yeah, i already did that i'm talking to you now go do it for yourself i'm flabbergasted at sometimes the just unreasonableness of people we had a situation in one of our retail stores yysterday where uh, a guy had a zykar hygrometer mm-hmm. and i guess his battery died so he came in and he's like, "Yeah, do you have the battery for this?" I'm like, no, we, you know, we, we're not. We don't really sell batteries, but you can get it at any Walgreens, CVS, or go you know, to whatever. Publix. They'll happily give you one. And he's like, "Well, that's baloney." Uh-oh. Uh Okay. He's like, "Well, well, well can you, why don't you just send this back to Zycar? Tell him it's damaged and give me a new one." Um, you just need a battery. That's what he was looking for from the Wait. beginning. And then he insisted that we open up a brand new one, pop that battery out, <laughs> give him that battery, and then. With the dead battery in the new pa- yeah, paging oh, common no, no. sense, and, then, and then he tells, and he tells, and this is a guy who obviously doesn't know me, <laughs> because he says to the clerk, 
Well, wait till I tell Abe. I go, oh, dude, I'm the last guy you want to bring that conversation to. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to oh, tell yeah. you what an idiot you are. Go get a bit. Wait, here's my favorite line of the whole conversation. Ready? I don't have time to go get a battery. Dude, you're you in our store. Here. Yeah, yeah, you're in our store. You just drove to our store. Go Funny story. I had a customer one time. He just gave me his hydrometer because he didn't want to find a battery. Yeah. What that's is the with people? Oh, th- that that almost goes into like last week when you sent me to go get ashtrays with the great smoke. I'm in Lowe's wearing my smoking brand the buckets, shirt. To get the, the buckets. To get the buckets, yeah. yeah. And there is a guy who works for Lowe's in the aisle stacking stuff on the aisle. And he has to move out of my way so I can go down the aisle so I can find the buckets that I need to go find. All of a sudden I hear, yo, yo. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell is going on? And I just go on. I'm like, I go down the aisle to find the buckets. Then I hear behind me, the guy goes, I start yelling. He doesn't even respond. And I'm like, what is going on? Was he yelling at you? Apparently. And then this guy comes around the corner, goes, uh, I need some help in aisle one. I'm like, um, oh, he thought you worked there. I don't work here. That's hilarious. Wow. And there was oh a guy God. in the aisle well, behind me that worked there. And I had to say it twice to him. He's like, I need some help in aisle one. I'm like, um, sir, I don't work here. Yeah, people are just so unreasonable. Aren't there, cost- yeah. aren't there uniforms blue at Lowe's? They have vests, <laughs> and there were a dozen, oh no, and I got the buckets I needed, and I'm walking around, I'm like, there were like six people, yeah, people and these just... guys, this guy was still with his wife, still trying to figure out how to get someone's attention. I mean, I'm s- like, there's six people all over here. Yeah, Go talk to those people. You're sitting in someone else's seat. Get up. Yeah. That's all you do. I'm sorry. Get up, move. Now uh, you want to start yeah. flipping we've all, coins. We've all done it before. We're like, oh, those guys aren't there. Let's go sit there. As yeah. soon as they get there, you get up and you move. Exactly. I've done it on planes. Like, I don't whatever. do it. Yeah. No, you You've never done it at a, at a stadium? Nope. What, what are you better who, than that? That's why he's honest, Abe. No, oh. man. I just don't want to be in that situation where a dude's coming to me saying, you're in my seat. No, dude, I can sit where I got my ticket. I'm all right with it. If it's not a great seat, it's not a great seat. I just sit where I belong. I don't like chaos. That, for me, it's a chaos moment. I, I get it. You know, I find that highly suspect. Especially, no, definitely not. Especially when you're at a Grateful Dead concert and you're half in, you know, out of your mind anyway. I remember being at a Grateful Dead concert. I just wanted to get to my seat. I couldn't find it. Like, we're going around. <laughs> Obviously. Like, literally, we would go up to the attendant. Can you show us where these tickets are? <laughs> and then she'd tell us really good direction. And then forget. No, we turn around and forgot everything she said. I mean, it was really... That was a rough concert. I just like, I mean, just get me to my seat so I could sit down. <laughs> but no, I don't do that. I don't do that on planes. I don't do that at concerts. Well, oh, also, I don't do it intentionally. You're, also very, you're huh? also very particular where you sit on a plane. I'm particular where I sit anywhere. Oh, yeah. I like aisle seats. Bulkhead. No. I'm, I'm not, my legs are short. Okay. Yeah, the, the bulkhead doesn't do nothing for me. Well, I know you just passed out for the entire flight. That's my technique, yes. Oh, and, and, pass the, out. and they, they also out. helped you. Do you remember the gift that they sent? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I Alex have sent. I have it absolutely, man. Because yeah. every flight I go on, I love it. It is the it's weirdest the looking pillow. It's awesome. It's the best pillow. My wife's got my wife one up me. What did she get? She has that exact same thing. Yeah, but it comes with earphones it, in it. Oh. What? Yeah, That's same company. I don't know. She got it. She wears it to bed. Cause it, <laughs> because, yeah, because she she, you know, she used to use her uh, uh, iPods, where it is, yeah. and she'd wake up and one's under the, she's looking yeah. for them for 20 minutes. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like a pillow covers your eyes, mm-hmm. and it's got speakers built in, yeah. so she could listen you to her audio book. send me that link. I'll find yeah. out. I'll yeah. find out where she That's got great. it from. But yeah, it's got audio. You know, she listens to an audio book or whatever she's doing, That's and awesome. yeah, passes out. That's so. what I got my girlfriend. Yeah, she wants, oh, there you go. As, she knows. Yeah, except it's just like the sleep mask, just the over the eyes. 
Oh no, this is like, it looks yeah, just like just what. Okay. Oh no, the pillow one is. The yeah, yeah, is it looks just like okay. what Alec got me. It's like a whole like head thing. Yeah, so yeah, she cool. went she went up me on that. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm glad the great smoke behind us. Great week. We had a great time. Uh, weather almost. Uh, you know, we've, been, <laughs> we've been fortunate, man. I, I, oh yeah. yeah, 14 years. I mean, we had rain. The morning, we had some up. wind. It's we had rain. Up. We had wind, and then there was like a good. I don't know what it lasts, like eight 15, minutes? Yeah, eight, yeah 10 maybe minutes 10, yeah. Of like torrential downpour. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the heavens opened, and I was like, what the hell yeah, is going but on? but we've been very, very lucky. We, we still got those 3,000 ponchos that we bought six years ago. It's like the, <laughs> the it's like the insurance that it's not going to rain, uh, yeah. that we have them. Cause it's a good luck charm. It, 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 yeah. it literally said it literally said that one year, I think it was like five years ago, maybe. Like, yeah, it was five years because it was the first year at the German club. Yeah, it, 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 I remember no, that. No, it was the second year at the German club because I remember the parking situation. It had to be the second year. Uh, so I, it was like a, not rain, not possible chance of showers. It was like a thunderstorm, mm-hmm. like all four days. And that one was really outside. Yeah, that was really yeah. outside. So it was thunderstorm. So I'm like, these guys are going to park. And so I had this. I said, look, we bought like 3,000 ponchos. We were going to put a tent out there with the girls. So as you drove up through your window, you, you could buy a poncho for two bucks. Mm-hmm. She could hand them through your window. You could put it on. And, and by the way, those ponchos suck, too. <laughs> I opened up one. I saw one. you wear the ponchos. How bad the ponchos be? Yeah. It's literally like cheap toilet paper. I mean, oh. you, you got to be careful. <laughs> I mean, it's so yeah. thin. But um, you, well, okay. I, did it work for you? Did it? Hey, kept my was shirt it a normal size? Like, uh, you know, I got it on. It okay. just kept my shirt from getting soaked when I was outside. <laughs> but um, so when we saw it was supposed to rain, we're like, "Where are these ponchos?" And we actually dug them up. We still got them from five years ago, mm, and great. still didn't use them. So we got, we still got them. Ponchos for the rain. By the way, if anybody wants a poncho, we we're going to have a special. <laughs> we got a special next week. Buy any poncho, box of cigars, yeah. get a poncho. They, I like they it. expire next year, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Two bucks is cheap, man. I was just in Disney. They charge fifteen bucks for yeah, their. Product. I, I don't know Disney. Where else are you going to go to get it? Branded. Yeah. Uh, hell, I don't know what the quality is of the Disney one, but after using one, I think like fifty cents is more like <laughs> what we should be charging. It's, for. I mean, I, we were able to reuse it. I have a. I have them from like years ago. So uh, not, I think this one you're not getting off and reusing. You have it's, to rip it off. Yeah, it's going to you know, like tearaways. Got to hulk it out. Yeah. Yeah. Not even. You don't even need that much power. But no, it was a great event. We were happy, and uh, the dinner was pretty awesome. Dinner. That was my first Red Meat Lovers Club event. Evan, Darnell, oh, they're great. Evan, Evan yeah, Darnell, yeah, pretty Evan's much. Job. Yeah, you guys just did one, right? In yeah. Yeah. I actually met him here last time we were on. Ah, yeah, yeah. he's a he's a rock star. Yeah, he's a masochist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're literally like you know, he's just doing. He had a dinner event the night before our event. Mm-hmm. Literally with two thousand people. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but it was crazy. And, Maybe that was um, a crazy number, but he's just—he's just—he's just Damascus, but he does a lot of good, and of course, the food is always stellar. Amazing. So we're very happy with that, and uh, we're already working on next year. We're already theming out next year. I think we're gonna go Hawaiian. Oh yeah, oh, that's a little cool. Polynesian theme. A little Polynesian, little roasted gonna get, pig. Gonna get the fire dancers Ooh. and the girls in the lays, and yeah, we're gonna go Hawaiian next. That, that's that's the winning theme so far. We, we were still like brains. I know hula dancers. We're, we're gonna get them. <laughs> They're from New York, but I, don't I know. Care. Them. Yeah. We're really, we're, 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 we're planning it now because, you know, with these themed events, there's stuff we have to start working early mm-hmm. on as far as, you know, printing or projects that, so we kind of got to decide a theme in the next 30 days, you know, 45 days. Oh, God. Move forward. Yeah, just I, a theme. Actually, I know a fire dancer. I have a card. A girl? Yeah. No, I want the dudes. You guys just I want, know everyone. You know, yeah. The, you know, what is wrong? Right. Right. Paul, you know Paul, Paul they knows bang the their chest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You flip the sticks. Do the whole, yeah, yeah. the rock they, in. They the, do it at uh, Disney. 
Yeah. There's a guy at Disney that does it. Well, you you know everybody at Disney. I don't know them. I, 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 thought, I thought like you know you're on the list. My wife just saw him. Oh, it's Paul DeGracco. Let him in. <laughs> he should. Oh, God, oh, it's I Paul wish. again. Let him in. I got. I wish. I got to write a lot of letters to get there. But no, yeah, to make a lot of complaints. I like I like the theme aspect because one of the things about the Great Smoke is it's it's, it's hot. You know, look, our event. And you know, there was a statement I made um, where I, we may not be the biggest event in the country, but. I believe we're the best event in the country because we've always been experience driven. So the coming up with the themes really helps because now you have ideas like a pit on a fire and fire dancers and hula girls. So as we as we theme this, it, it really helps keeping it fresh and not stagnant because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you don't want people just coming and doing the same thing every year. I mean, yeah. it's fun, it's yeah. great, but you want to add some variety. Can you do another roller. weight loss challenge with Sokka and the loser wears a coconut bra and a grass skirt to the Great Smoke? <laughs> sokka As long as you do it, I'll do That's it. That's a good idea. But what, what do you about... mean? You want me to do it? Yeah. Paul, I'm, I'm, but I have a legit worn a, a coconut bra and a hula skirt. Prob- That's the problem when you ha- deal with somebody who's just completely shameless. That's great. Yeah. Be shameless. I, w- I wouldn't do it. I'm great promos. I, I did it in front of 6,000 people when I worked for the Long Island Duck. Well, I want to do drag again. Well, why don't I want to of do course you do. You enjoyed it? Why don't no, you a... I, I, listen, I think I think we missed it's a the... lifestyle. I, I think no. I think well, first off, everybody kind of really enjoyed it. Yeah, but I think um, we missed the boat on it because I didn't get the idea until like uh, uh, one of our guests, Kevin Sheehan, uh, asked us to sign the breast, and then he ended up raising a buttload of money for the breast cancer. I saw that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, afterwards, yeah. and the guy who actually bought my silicone breasts donated them back to me, so they're actually on my little shelf of like. History in my office. That's hilarious. But and now you can do it again. Well, you can use it again. No, I bought the wrong size. I need bigger ones. Steve, <laughs> Steve outdid me on those. So I. But but I think I'd like to tie it to a manufacturer every year with a drag cigar every year, and then all the proceeds go to like breast cancer. I, I like to make it more. That's a cool idea. Yeah. I like yeah. That. yeah. And I'd be willing to do it. I like to make it more of a a, a purposeful event. So yeah. that's another. This <laughs> plate spinning in the uh, Nimish, Nimish did it too, right? Yeah, Nimish yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah, Nimish did it. By far the ugliest of the three. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh god. Oh, yeah. and the most without, difficult. Even without drugs. and the most difficult. I literally almost threw him out of the limo like twice. Sokka, when Sokka <laughs> what was got he out doing? of the, when Sokka he, got out of the limo, he, he goes, he was "This already, guy." He he runs away from me. He's like, "I can't take him today." <laughs> <laughs> he was already lit before we left my house. Okay, I mean, oh, like, that makes sense. Like he was. That doesn't sound like him. He was ready. He was ready to have a good time before we left because. Everybody met at my house because my wife, who's a stylist and a <laughs> hair colorist, remember, her and her sister kind of did us up. Yeah. So they worked at my house, and before we even left my house, like, he was... I thought Nish did Nimish's stuff. No. Okay. No, <laughs> no, sure. no, no, no. And the funny thing is, 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 is Nimish is, like, already, like, past half point in the bottle, and he's getting all this makeup done. He starts calling his kids oh, on no. FaceTime. Look, of course. look what I got on I'm like, dude. <laughs> you kind of sounded like him. That was good. Yeah, that was, that was good. good. Look my, what my, I did. My son came home and saw my nails like freaked out. Like I went to go shake his hand. I had my nails in. Oh. Then I went to go shake his hand. Hey, what's up, dude? I went, what's up? And I fist bumped him. And then I opened my hand. He saw my nails. He went, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. It's Halloween, dude. Don't be traumatized. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. He's going to be speaking to a therapist in 20 years. Uh, My dad keeps coming home with these fake nails. Hopefully not. <laughs> and heels. Hopefully yeah. not. I tried buying heels. First I, off, I think I remember that story. And first off, I bought literally the biggest woman's shoe size made in the world that wasn't like bespoke, right? You, mm-hmm. you could have done a bespoke one in Europe. They'll send you like the cast and you put your feet in it and they make oh, it. Oh, God. Yeah, that's yeah, too yeah. much. So I found the biggest one and... If you translate the female size to the male size, it was still two sizes too small. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it was a closed toe shoe. 
And it probably wasn't wide enough. No, definitely, definitely not. not wide enough. <sighs> definitely and I, I just enough. wanted to just be able to walk in with him just for effect and then take him off, right? Mm-hmm. So then I made him open-toed shoes so they weren't. <laughs> I literally like cut out toes. Uh, oh my god! And then like all four of my toes would jam through, and only like two would pop out of the uh, big hole at the end, right? Uh, and it was, just just, so, it was just so painful I couldn't even wear them there. I ended up wearing I think slippers or. Well, you guys socks. all had sandals, sandals, right? I tried. A I tried. Effort. I, I really could, tried. That's okay. I, I walked like five feet around in them in the house. It was just too painful. But the fact that all of you guys did it. Everyone loved it. It, it was, was yeah. fun, man. Yeah. It was a fun event, you know. The question it, is, who actually won? It, well, you, that it, is the question. I'm actually, gonna, actually. I, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. It, it's not about who won; it's about who actually lost, right? Who actually lost? Right. I, I'll, I'm sticking to my story that the original bet Steve Saka lost. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sakalicious. Okay. Because it was a four month bet, mm-hmm. and me and Nimish had pictures and uh, scale videos and whatever, and then Saka just posted a graph chart. Yeah, I met my goal. So, you know, I don't, I, for me, that wasn't a qualifying. He posted the, he posted the chart from his app. Yeah. He had, like, no the app or something. No before, after yeah. pictures, so no scale all photos. Self, self-entered information. Yes. So, yeah, I, I, I say he lost because I think Nimish really probably did the best the first time around. Definitely think Steve lost. And then Steve, smarter than us, doubled down on us. And so let's do another four months. Knowing that he probably lost. Well, and then we just kind of zoned out, and mm-hmm. then Steve just—I I mean, I think he may have been the best. And it's funny because I was looking at Nimish at the Great Smoke. Like, Didn't we start this a year ago? We're like, back, <laughs> we're like back to where we started, pretty much. What a waste of an effort. <laughs> so bad. We were looking at each other. I'm like, dude, what did we do? So bad. It's such a bad cycle. I didn't even see him at the Great Smoke. I, w- I would have been curious to see. No, no, he's, he, he's he back was there. To oh, he looks huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God. Right, no, no, huge. and I saw him on Friday. Definitely. He, he had yeah. to put on at least 30 35 pounds <laughs> yeah it's a cycle you know oh, yeah. it's a give and take especially with all the travel and it's not easy it's extra listen i don't care but listen I, that whole story <laughs> about travel and shit i don't give a shit what you're doing it's still hard yeah. travel or no travel no i'm just saying hard. it has an extra layer of toughness to I, I, it's yeah. like these hollywood types like uh joaquin phoenix you know mm-hmm. you know have you seen the joker no i haven't seen the joker okay, I mean, what they haven't seen the Joker? I haven't no, seen it. No. No. Epi- epic movie. You saw it's great. it. It's great, movie. yeah, fantastic. And justifiably, he, he should have won because I said if he didn't win, they robbed him. But like he had to lose like eighty pounds. Wow! And literally, the director, the director, he like, was like, getting close to shooting. Is like, um, you know, I don't know what your process is, but you know, you, you know, you, are you going to make weight? <laughs> and like he's like, hey, don't worry about it. And like they said, like he ate an apple a day, like for three months. Oh, but the, but it's different when that's what you do for a living. But well, yeah, you have, have to, to lose dude, the weight for no, your for no, money? That's dedication to another yeah, level. Dude, I, I don't know. Like the guy, the guy if your me, job was care. to look it's a certain way hard. and that's all you had to do, Agreed. you would do it. It's no, but that's not all hard. you have to do. You have to, you have to act. That's not, not just... No, 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 but he, like, he just means the weight side. I get yeah, it. I, I get it. But it's still hard, man. You're in social settings. You no, know. of course. I mean, dude, I mean, it's like... Did Listen, you, did you see him in the movie? You can count. But, but it's like, oh, you either I'm getting from... paid five million dollars or I'm not. Have Should you... I eat this cookie? Five, five. <laughs> I'm yeah. just probably saying. making have, fifteen. Have you I'm seen the guy saying. from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? On that one, I'd like to find I'll out. I'll look it up. Hold I'll up. Find I, out. Let me check the Google. Yeah. The what guy, were you saying, Brad? The guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think his name's Rob. Something. The funny guy. They're all funny. Yeah, they're all funny. But one of them puts on like eighty to hundred pounds easy. The next season comes back. Jacked, ripped, like muscular. yeah, that's insane. Like he, that's that's the real dedication to mm. play, playing a role. That's yeah. 
Yeah, okay. So, anyway, should we our me, your maker get started? Uh, oh, hold on, I'm looking up the. You still looking it up, dude? <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, it's, it's, it's illegal. Did it's, you need instructions for Google? No, we're looking no. at it. It's it's just showing us. It's just showing the uh, uh, total gross. gross. Earned four and a half million. Told you, Joker. five million. I, told I was you. on it. That was good. Because he, he had he had been out of the scene for a while, so this was like a, a breakthrough movie okay. for him. Mm-hmm. Still, if I, if somebody's gonna give me five million dollars, I'll be a toothpick next week. Okay, I'll find a way. You're gonna give me. You want to raise five million dollars? Paul, are your pants currently buttoned? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. They are. They are actually. I have that cold weight going quick, on. Though. It was good. It was that good. cold, yeah. But I, I, I'm just saying that's that's a motivator right there it to is. look good, to do this. And so five million dollars is a motivator. <laughs> yeah. But your health and your longevity in life <laughs> is is not. I think is if you five, offered him three grand, he would do it. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah. Three grand? Yeah, he would do no, it. No, I'd probably do it for ten. Do you, are you Why listening to this conversation? <laughs> so three grand is not enough for you to get healthy. No. So there's there's a value to your health. First a, of all, okay, I'm so healthy. Now we First just, of all, wait, I'm wait, healthy. Wait, 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 wait. No. We just broached an interesting topic. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is the dollar value to being healthy? For your health. No, I am healthy. Okay, how much do you wait. weigh now? If you're embarrassed, you don't have to say. No, I'll say I'm 190. But I'm also five foot seven. No, yeah, one ninety. Really? Yeah. Like my right thigh is one ninety. I'm five foot seven, though. I, okay. I, you have to realize oh, so, when I so gained five pounds, say, I look a lot better. Would you say your ideal weight is? I'm gonna guess about one forty. Well, I would say one fifty for me. I, maybe according to the BMI index, one, one I should 50, be one forty. One fifty with a little layer, of little like you know, little coating. My lady right? likes me thick. Okay. <laughs> so let's just let's just say you gotta lose fifty pounds, right? And keep, I did it already. And, and wait, 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 hold on, and keep it off for five years. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. What's the dollar amount where you uh, endure that effort? Millions. <laughs> it's the five year. It's the five year. It's the five year Hold on. I got the whole thing ready, Paul. That's why I'm fat. Wait, I, I have the question for you, Paul. Yeah. Paul, have you got life insurance yet? <laughs> it's no. in the process. No. I, I have a question for Paul. It's in the process. Paul, Go what, ahead. what's your, your food weakness? What What can you not not up. You know what? I, I'm know. not really. So I work in an office. I work in an office that has uh, like little chocolates, like what you get for Halloween. Mm. So I'll have like two or three of those a day. But I, I really which don't. Really means like five or six. Yes. Don't lie. No, if no. You're meeting the two or three. Which one, which ones? I, I can't wait. Which to, ones? I'm not tempted by that stuff anymore. Huh? Paydays. Paydays. You ever have paydays. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So I didn't know people. Have you ever had, had, I know paydays like take 1970. Five, take have five. Have you ever had a chocolate covered payday? No. Oh yeah, they tip the whole. Bar I didn't know chocolate. they. Is that oh, called yeah, the it's, Snickers? It's, it's, no, no. Well, I mean, probably same thing. But <laughs> it's a chocolate covered payday. They used are, to make them. I don't know. They still make them. Are the chocolates in the fridge, or are they just left out? No, they're just left out in the at the front desk where okay. the receptionist so wait, is. No, wait. So hold on. I just I want to get back to this. So I need the number fifty pounds for five years. If I'm not doing it for myself I or my family, why are you gonna? It's this. You're having a second kid coming. You should do I it don't care who you're doing it for. I think his right number now. would be like twenty grand what's for five the years. Number, <laughs> what's the number? Fifty pounds. You have to maintain it for five years, and then you get your money. Like you want me to put an actual dollar? Yeah, yes. I was making yes. an offer. I want to start a GoFundMe page. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the number is. I mean, I would probably say like what what I would make a year times three. <laughs> the dude has got a mathematical <laughs> equation for it. It's great. <laughs> what make a yeah. year times three. <laughs> so that's the value of your health. Well, if for somebody else's sake, if it's for me, I've been thin before. That's uh, why are we having it a conversation? It's a simple long. question. No, Adam, I was you, thin most of my life. 
Okay. Except for when I first when I first got here, when I first met you, yeah. I was a little overweight. Yeah. So you were thin up until the day we met you. Then you were fat. Not the we day got, I met you. We got you. the point pretty much. So, <laughs> so I mean seriously. So that's what it would take. It would take like what, three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, half a million, half a million. Would half a million entice you? Yeah, you half a million would, would absolutely it. entice. So me. for half a half million, a million dollars, you you would lose fifty pounds and maintain it. Five years. Oh yeah. For five years. Half a million dollars. A year. Yeah, I'll be all right with Quarter that. Punish the producer. No. Oh, qu- no. <laughs> Are you serious? I, <laughs> so, so, he he so cannot he, have those. His life is not worth a quarter million. He cannot, <laughs> he cannot have no. those paydays at work. Apparently <laughs> he needs, not. He needs the payday. All right, we've killed that topic. All yeah. right. Anyway, it is now the uh, bottom of the hour. Let's see this week. Who are me I want her? all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, KMA Talk Radio is pleased to welcome back Alec and Bradley Rubin of Alec Bradley Cigars. Uh, from knowing almost nothing about cigars, becoming one of the most well-known names in the industry, Alan Rubin built his brand with the namesake of his sons, Alec and Bradley. We're now at the forefront of the industry. Gentlemen, welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Thanks for having us back. Great Absolutely. to be back. So uh, you guys have uh, been busy since you've been here. I mean, you guys launched The Gatekeeper, which is Alec and Bradley, which mm-hmm. is a whole other facet of the company you guys mm-hmm. are developing. Not a big fan of that. Some people are. Some people are. <laughs> it just confuses oh. me. No, no. It I got took yelled me a while. It only confused me because you couldn't find it on your own website. Yeah, it took me a while. We had, we had this story. I'm like, yeah. where is this? I can't find oh, it. What, so the what? ampersand? The ampersand. Really yeah, screws up the search. But if you okay. just type in Alec and hit, you know, search, what? usually. You've stuff. tested it. Yes. What would, <laughs> what would, you, what would you have, have called our, our brand? What would you have named it? Yeah. The boys. You're going to have to think about this, aren't you? No, you just might not like my answer. It could be probably. I don't, I don't care what you're. <laughs> no, just marketing wise, it just wouldn't yeah. differentiate it. Mm-hmm. it. Just it's an Alec Bradley product. Just you know, keep, not happening. I, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. I mean, look, that's what press releases are for. It talks about. Yeah. Oh, this is your blame. I don't know why we differentiate it with a company name or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm 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 very much into keeping integrity. Yeah. To to branding and 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 whether it's art or form, so. Once you start diluting or confusing it that way, it, it, I'm just a purist in, in my marketing approach to it. things. That's all. So I just I just wouldn't have done anything. I wouldn't have created a whole different like namesake within the namesake of a company. Okay, right. We and wanted especially, to explain why we were doing things something different. so similar, right? Yeah. Because Nub was that way for Oliva, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nub started K-Nub, out as a, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a namesake within mm-hmm. a namesake, but yeah. it completely looked like a different entity. I mean, you, it's basically the same thing with an ampersand. I mean, Jesus. I mean, it's like. <laughs> I mean, I mean we got we're creative. creative for yeah, it's, it's like somebody <laughs> accidentally put it there. Oh, hey, it looks good. There you go. <laughs> yeah, on point. But yeah, I mean, it's not a critique or anything. You just ask my opinion. Yeah, so of I'm course. Just the cigars you. are good. That's why so. they call you on a tape, giving us the hard truth. But, you know, listen, we talk about the cigars. We've had you on the show. We've talked about mm-hmm. the cigars before, and we're going to talk about some new cigars. But being the young guys, and what I'm curious is, um, with everything going on in legislation, do you guys feel like you're more tuned into it than your dad? Into the legislation? Yeah. No. No way. He's just he's, as heavily tuned in. Well, your dad, really, oh, he's, he's a part he of all this. I know, he, wor- yeah. I know, I know he works very hard at it, whatever, yeah. but, mm-hmm. be, you know, look, I mean, I, 
your dad might be a little bit younger or a little bit older than me. I'm not sure. But, you know, we're getting to that age where, like, okay, you know, it's the horizons, you know, coming yeah. ahead. And we are looking for a life of a little more chilling. So I just didn't know it was more of a concern for you guys. Cause I mean, you, he's in you guys weeks back to back. Like figuring all this stuff out, he's really in tune to it. Now, how do you, how do you guys feel about the interpretation with the packaging and the the, la- the label laws now? Now, did how you so? guys, did you well now that you don't have to? They just said you didn't have mm-hmm. to label the boxes the way it was originally stated. Yeah. Did you guys change packaging in preparation for that? We were plan- some people we did. Were, we were planning for it, but we never went to yeah. the, the change packaging. Nice. Yeah, so. so that worked out for you guys very well. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Have you guys been up to D.C. for lobbying or anything? No, no we have not. No, hmm. no we're no. we're home, <laughs> taking care of everything <laughs> else when my I father's there. I did that twice, man. That's yeah. not a fun, yeah. It's, it can't be fun. It, it's very frustrating when you talk to people who just really don't care. Mm-hmm. Of course. See, a lot of problems with the government politics, a lot of them don't want to really solve a problem. Yeah. It's not about problem solving. Yeah, it's about money. What problem solving are you doing for a, something that sells in my store that nobody underage really comes into? Right, no one's coming in to get a Snicker bar and accidentally being supposed to pack it, and then trying to legislate. Right, I mean, seriously, no Look, the Seven Elevens and what—that's an issue, right? Because yeah. kids go there, they mm-hmm. get their Slurpees, and they're seeing all this stuff that's being marketed. That's not happening in our segment of the industry. Not even. Close. And so, what are you solving when you're trying to regulate or stop flavored cigars or or stuff like that? They don't want to understand. They don't care to understand. So that, no. that, that's the that's the frustration part. And then you're yeah. sitting, and this guy, you're sitting with these guys in their offices mm-hmm. and you're showing them a box of cherry philly blunts and you're showing them these ornate awesome premium cigar boxes and they don't see a difference no. like literally in their eyes it's like the exact same thing exactly and they don't want to hear you just because they're not exposed to it they don't understand it they don't some care of them don't want to hear you there's been yeah. guys who oh really i didn't know that where mm-hmm. some they'll literally tell you i don't care yeah and that's that's the frustrating part so yeah. guys who continually go up there and do it i have the yeah but they also have for. you know people like us coming in all day trying to show them the same thing at one point they're just over it probably well look the, here's the problem the, the people change mm-hmm. which is frustrating right because you work and then you get people that maybe some people understand and they lose yeah then they're out yep. you guys start the process all over again which really makes the whole cycle just nuts nuts i mean i remember the first time when when uh, HR, I can't remember the name, there's been so many names, but the first one, you know, it, we, every month, Glenn from the CRA would post, hey, we got these guys on board, we got these guys on and then the whole thing was over because there were like 20 people. They were out. They were out. They're all out. Yeah, they were I was like, you yeah. start all over again. Yeah. Like, holy cow. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Then it got a new name. Then it got a new name. Oh, yeah. So tell us about this bundle of cigars you got over here. Ooh. So, very special release. A little higher. Coming out go. today. Uru Doshi, which is... Did you practice saying that on the drive here? So many times. (laughs) (laughs) Uru Dashi, Uru Doshi. I was going to let you say it first. So you could figure it out. I got you. Uru Doshi. Uru Doshi. Leap year in Japanese. So it is February 29th. It's leap day. And we're coming out with this special cigar. Only 300 bundles at smoking. Literally 300. 300 bundles. And it's retailing for $89.95. That might even be the 300th bundle he's got in his hand. Hey, just so you know, it is by Alec and Bradley. Alec and Bradley. Ah! Okay, this is an Alec and <laughs> Bradley. See, let me see here. See, what you got to do here? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. <laughs> tell me what's wrong with it. How much wrong with it? Huge. What, what you, I wanted to do that. You got to make the ampersand what, huge. What what I wanted to do that. What are your consulting fees? <laughs> Nothing, dude. I'm always happy to help. <laughs> I know. 
But no, you know, I, I, it's going to sound terrible, but I really didn't get a chance to even try one of these yet. I'm going to try one Oh, today. is that true? How could I? Right, we literally had great smoke coming I on. They came bunch. in. Oh, okay. I was inundated. I, I didn't even see them. They came and they got put away in storage. I, I, they went on sale today. Did you even see them? Oh, yeah. I, I put them away myself. Okay, yeah, like, I, I, I literally stacked them, them up. It, it's a yeah. very unique blend. It, I, I love it. What oh, is, what's unique man. about it? Ooh. The flavor profile. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, this is the size? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, it looked like it was a thinner Vitola when I was looking mm-hmm. at the, the photography. I thought it was a straight Toro, right? It, it is, it is yeah, a straight yeah. Toro. Yeah. I don't know why, but the photography made it look like it was, uh, you're late, you don't get one. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be on time to get the goodies. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely got to make the ampersand even on the band bigger. And without, I'm out. Yeah. Because you're accentuating the Alec, know, the we, Bradley, but not the and. Are you siding with your boss? Yes. He did, did, uh, oh, what a surprise. I figured. You know, everybody thinks that, but believe me, he doesn't do it often. No. He really doesn't. Because he doesn't think far enough ahead to say, maybe I should maybe I should side with Abe so that he doesn't bitch me out. Like, he just speaks. Okay, but see, that, re- that would require an emotion called care. Right, exactly. See, he doesn't have that, so... Or emo- have, which is why but you don't want around. a yes man anyway, so what does yes it matter? Man. Yeah. Hate yes man. In fact, my one of the guys, who, our, 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 <laughs> operations, <laughs> our operations guy, continually fights with me. In fact, I know my idea is brilliant when he doesn't like it. Ah. That, that's what I like, think. When he says, "Same with me and Brad." Yeah, when he, when he goes, eh, "I don't like it." Awesome. When we're on the same page, I worry a little bit. It's true. Mm, yeah. it's so true. But no, I mean that, that's what you want. Well, that's an interesting question, though, because I don't think I, uh, my brother and I, are really close. I don't. I don't know how that dynamic would be. We've talked about going into business together many times, but mm-hmm. I don't know what don't that do dynamic what, would what be would like. You, what would you guys do? <laughs> there's, there's been some talks about uh, investing in in uh, restaurants. Okay. Oh and, God. Uh, what kind of what down kind the road? Of, what kind of restaurant? Well, we haven't gotten that far. No, but I told what, if you wanted him. to open up a restaurant, what's your what's your favorite food like? What's your style? I actually I like I like this bars. Is the Bradley Rubin show. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. asking. The I question. love it. I'm I, asking the question. I like a new host. I like bar slash restaurants where mixology is is big, but I, I really like pairings with food. Okay. So I like when they pair a certain type of whiskey with a certain type of burger, or a certain type of beer with a certain type of salad, or you know, like. Would all the waitresses have like ears? Like no, Mickey how Mouse dare you? Ears? Or, no, I'm just curious. First of all, don't even get me started on that. But yeah, I like I like when when guys take he just mixology. Said, oh, that's an idea. You see that mixology, said, oh, and they that. mix it with with. Like good food, but I would be, it would so be like, like a gastro pub. Yeah, gastro pub mm-hmm. type food. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the deal. But it's not going to happen because I would murder my brother. That's and that's what I wonder of with, with you guys. Like, well, how often di- do you fight? He, no, here's Daily? a dynamic every day. Yeah. <laughs> here's a, here's, but it works every day. Here's a dynamic that I'm very curious to see how they answer this, whether they're honest about it or not. <laughs> You're the older brother, right? Yes. Is there any sense of level? That he has more authority than you, or that look in any relationship. I don't care if it's husband and wife. Or, this fifty-fifty team bullshit doesn't work, right? I'm the in, older one. in every partnership. In every partnership that I've had in business throughout my life, my stipulation was I'm the operations guy. Yeah. I, I don't care. No, uh-huh. I, I, I'm not going to get in a tug of war. Like, look. That's like, probably the only way it can work. It's, it's the only way it works well. It's very rare that, oh, we're equal. You know, it just doesn't, because somebody's got to take the helm and make a tough decision sometimes. And, 
you know, even even in my dynamic, I like having think tanks. I do it often. I will call yeah. three, four guys in my office. All right, what do we want to do? But uh, you still decide. Yeah, the of course, decision. I make the ultimate decision. But I, I want I, I do that like House MD thing. You know, I like where we just all bounce around. Yeah, yeah, and it works. Try to logistically work, yeah. right? Is, is there any sense of somebody being over <laughs> the left. other? Do you because want, traditionally, Alec wants, Alec wants to answer. Well, I, don't, I don't want that, but I can. He's the older brother. Well, traditionally in my country, <laughs> where we're from, my parents yeah. are from the Middle East, and it's also probably in Latin America and whatever. Traditionally, the eldest sibling kind of always has the authority. My dad was partners with my uncle for 30 years, and my dad bit his tongue like for many years because that was his older brother. So mm-hmm. I, I saw the dynamic growing up. Bradley doesn't bite his tongue. Well, it's, it's a different he generation. He really should. But, but he really should. <laughs> like, I love it. Do, is, how, is, I mean, is there any sense of older sibling there? Because growing up, obviously, you look old, up to your older brother. Yeah, so Alec, what I'll say is that for growing up, he always looked out for me. That's like, what your older brother's supposed to do. Yeah, and I, like, I used to egg him on. I used to egg other kids on, older kids because uh, he'd come bail you out. Yeah. Yeah, always. But then I would egg him on, and he would come after me, which I deserve it. I was allowed to. I was his old, older brother. Yes. Yeah. When I first came in to Alec Bradley, I would be pitching ideas, giving my thoughts, and I got shot down a lot. And even when he, him and other people were wrong. That's never happened. No. <laughs> I love this. He's lying. But... Alec does have more experience, so I do look to him for that. You give him that amount of respect for that. For that experience. But when I like my idea, I... I don't. I usually don't budge. You I, fight for it. No, you should. Too Which tough. you should. No, he's tough. Which yeah. you should. He's tough. Yeah. But okay. So I, I on that same page, when you guys are in an argument, do you guys have a person you agree on is the peacemaker? Yeah. Is there a third party? Is there a third guys, party? Yeah. No, there, yeah, is, there is, is a third party. Is, is it dad? Yeah. No. 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 It's dad wants uh, nothing to do with it. Jonathan Lipson, actually. Oh God. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Yeah. He actually sits in between us. Oh God. To stop. To stop the fighting, yeah, because yeah. we share the three of us share an office. Oh wow, yeah. So yeah, Sucks. you guys you were the same office. <laughs> well, what we actually had to when, when it comes to you know coming out with our own products, what we had to do was actually divide and conquer. Otherwise, nothing would ever get done. You have because to, we would yeah. no, we would just fight on everything. Yeah, we just wouldn't be able to agree on anything, and we still have to we still have to agree at, at the end of the day. But he takes the lead on certain things, branding, That's and I take the lead on blending. And if we don't agree at the end, then we start over. But that's that's actually a very gr- intelligent way to do it because you have to let people at least be autonomous mm-hmm. in some areas yeah. where mm-hmm. it's not required for everybody's finger to be in the pot, right? Yeah. Of so, course. do you guys spend time socially together outside of work? Not, Occasionally, yeah, not too often. Nah. No, really. Yeah, yeah. we oh. just kind of live far enough away from each other to where it works out. Work time's, out. Enough, work <laughs> time's enough time around yeah. each other. That's well, yeah, yeah, you work all day. Five days a week is... Yeah, and it's your brother. Plus so traveling it's, together. It's, it's not like I just met him and we just when we start working <laughs> together. It's now like... How old li- are you? 24. Okay, so I worked with my father, mm. not my brother, so I was definitely a subordinate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was no question about it. I worked with my father till I was 26 and... He wouldn't let me move out of the house. Wow. Oh, yeah. Culturally, it was like, oh, why do you want to waste money? Yeah. You know, I was like, uh, because I'm 25 years old. I don't want to live at home anymore. We, we ran out of the house. <laughs> well, I ran to Florida. Yeah. I mean, yeah. literally. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of what essentially happened. I came down on vacation and didn't go back. But, yeah, I mean, so I worked with this dude all day. 
That's why. And then we went home together. So, I mean, like, we got a fight at work. Yeah. But you know what? And you bring it home. You know what? Honestly, we were really good about not doing that. You know? I mean, really. My dad was, um, he was very good at knowing when he was wrong. He'll never say it or tell you it, but you'd see it in his <laughs> He'll action. just let it go. Yeah. Like, I remember we used to have this guy who, who he grew up. I mean, I think we're past the statute of limitations now. But he, he grew up being our Pepsi driver. He mm-hmm. delivered Pepsi. I remember mm-hmm. his name was Steve. He had these handlebar mustaches. He was a cool guy. And, like, when I was seven, eight years old, this guy was our Pepsi driver. There so you now, go. Sorry, I was. So now that I'm now that I'm running the business, right? I got thrown in. My dad was a journeyman butcher, so he had the meat department. I handled the groceries. So now I started doing buying, right? So of course, my marketing stuff kicks in. We start doing promos, displays, all these cool things. Like our Pepsi bills that were like you know used to be five, six hundred dollars, were now like seven, eight grand Pepsi bills, right? You know, so it was a little shocking for my dad at first, but the numbers all work. So. This guy would call me and say, hey, Abe, I'm, I'm on your way to deliver. You want lunch? And then he would pick up lunch, bring lunch, we'd have lunch, or I would do it. He was just like a friend on top of a salesman. Mm. Right. So he, he had the Seagram's contest where he had to buy like 200 liters or cases of Seagram's <laughs> oh, ginger ale. True story, yeah. <laughs> true story. So he, we didn't have, like we had storage, so we wouldn't put like a 200 thing display out. We'd put like 50, 60, and then fill yeah. it as it went. But we entered this contest where you won all expense paid cruise on Royal Caribbean. You had to put this 200 display up in your store and and uh, take a picture of it. And they submitted it for the contest. So I ordered it because I got this thing's cheap. Well, the delivery came on a day I wasn't there. Oh, no. And my dad, who's already like probably short-fused or whatever, uh-huh. told him, take it back. So I come into work the next day, and, and there's nothing there. Yeah. I'm like, what's going I on? I can't take my picture. Well, I, he came back the next day, right? He came back the next day, and let me just tell you what this guy did. He set up a 200-case display in the middle of an aisle where it closed the aisle. It went from oh, left to right no. just so he could take the picture That's and it. then made the real display up by the front and put this back stock in the back. And my dad, we won, and I gave my dad the cruise. <laughs> oh, wow. My dad ended up going on the cruise. But, That's a great but, story. Yeah. But the moral of the story is I told my dad the next day, I said, of all people, you make this guy load up 200 cases of soda, and you tell him to take it back. I said, the next time you do that to me, I'm done working with you. I'm just done. Yeah. You know, because I, I get that moment. He had a bad, but this guy's been our friend for like 15 years. Right, he wasn't a stranger. You know, you just, you know, you went, and he ended up winning a cruise out of the booth. So working with family, man, I get the dynamics. But we went home after I said that, but he knew. He knew I was right. Didn't say a word. We went home, had dinner, because he knew I was right. Didn't have to. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's when you have somebody who won't admit. Uh-huh. And we'll stand fast when they're dead wrong. That's when you have problems. Did you well, make them sign it? Did you make them sign a dollar? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, to me, it's, it's really funny you say that because I just won one yesterday. I saw. And, Wait, and, tell me about from this. Italo. No, we, we were we went out to dinner and he thought the lady uh, was from Russia. I'm like, dude, that's so not a Russian accent. I'm telling you right now, it's German. We Hasn't fought, he learned? Wow. How, no. He must have five of we, his dollars uh, now. more. We we fought about it back and forth. AJ's laughing. He was, yeah, I'm like, dude, she's so not Russian. How can you mistake a Russian accent? No, she's Russian. You want about a dollar? He said, yeah. We asked her. Where was she from? Germany, like I said. <laughs> I even so, had his wow. back on the topic, and he still picked Russia. Yeah. Wow. Seriously. So I, I I was just thinking about that. I'm like, man, I, did, I really didn't start that till like seven, eight years My ago. My goal in life is to get a dollar from you. But I wish I had started <laughs> earlier. This that guy, would be huge. You got one? Oh, yeah. In my life. Well, he probably has 50 of yours. So you're Wait, one. Adam, you have a dollar for oh, yeah. me? 
I do. Yeah, he's got one. I got. I had one. What? I lost it. That's what I do. I make. If you win one from me, the next yeah. bet, I bet that dollar you've won back from me. <laughs> That's smart. Oh yeah, yeah, I try to get him back in the house. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet that dollar. I would bet another dollar. You could, that's, uh, not, that's not the no. way the game oh, works. Oh no way, then. Oh, that's that's not the way the game works. The next one, I'm getting one of my fives back. Oh, you have a five. Oh, there's a couple of fives. I got there. John Kearney's got on, uh, up on deck. He owes me. We got to get him on the show. Make him. He's coming in a couple weeks. Who's lost the most money to you? Emily, I think you said. It, no. You know, it, it could be Marvin Samuel. Marvin Samuel, oh, okay. Emily, or Sal Fontana, I think, mm. could. It, I, I really have to count. You know, but Sal Fontana passed away, so I stopped winning them from him. So and, and Emily doesn't work for you anymore, so you stopped. I, I just won that. one last last month from her. How doing last what? Month? She was yeah, she, well uh, November. She said she was going to come to the drag part. I said, "You are the queen of flakes. You are. Th- this is how easy I won this bet. All she had to do was come to an event. She said she was going to come to. I said, "You're not going to come. I'm coming. I'm not missing it, no matter what." Well, guess what? Didn't show up. Didn't show up. Better five five dollars that yeah. she wouldn't show up, and she didn't. How? I mean. She could have won very easily. All she had to do was show up. Show up. That's how much of a queen flake she is. I mean, I'm not a Millie Manelli. Yeah. <laughs> technically, I was. You were. You were the queen that night. night. Yeah. <laughs> technically, I was the queen. So I can't. I cannot argue. I cannot argue that. So these things are pretty much going to go on sale at noon. Right about when the show's over. Right, mm-hmm. right on the show's over, uh, there'll be a link on the dojo. Is this site. your first project with the dojo guys? First project. Yeah. How, yeah. how did that whole collaboration come together? And is this a collaboration? Uh, uh-huh. well, well, <laughs> and we didn't talk about the cigar. We, we, no, we have we not. I wanted him, to come back to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but let's 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 answer that question. How did this whole thing come about? So, not too long after I came on to Alec Bradley, we were only working with a handful of publications, cigar aficionado, cigar journal, whoever it may be, and media people in general. Yeah, media. media. Yeah. Uh, and I found the Dojo Nation <laughs> and was a fan, and I was like, I don't know why we're not doing stuff with them. And we reached out. They we went on their show. Not too much. Uh, Did you go on together or separately? Yeah, yeah we went on together. together. Yeah. My father came on as well. Oh wow! And uh, connected triple threat. Connected very well with them. They're awesome, fun guys. They are good guys. And then I realized that they were making these uh, collaboration scars with different people, selling them with you and other retailers. I said, why don't we do this? We have a great, great chemistry. Uh, I think we have similar palettes and what we like. And uh, it worked out perfectly. I approached them at uh, maybe the trade show and said, yep. hey, I have this idea for a, for a, <laughs> a Leap Day cigar only sold on Leap Day. What do you guys- so you guys came up with the Leap Day part of it. He came I up did. with it. Really? Yeah. And he just he matched the name I, to it. I, I don't know what popped in my head at the trade show, but I was like, Leap Day cigars. Well, I don't know what made me think or even realize that Leap Day or Leap Year was coming up. Uh, but I was like, that sounds like. Like a lot of fun. So, will, will this will this be a every four year release? Every four years. Wow. So you gotta buy one to smoke now. Yeah. And buy another to smoke in four years. Wow. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Every wow. four years. It is the the aging project. I like it. Then they come up with the art and everything. Uh, we came up with the art. Oh, this is your art. Yeah. Usually they do. I was the, gonna say this, this. This looks like. Almost something, you know, dojo art. Usually they they do, but they were busy with travel, and we were kind of on a short timeline, uh, so we had our creative designer do it. Well, you, you did a good job of mimicking their style, because exactly. I would have swore this was dojo art. Yeah. I didn't really see it. Are you chewing a donut? No, I'm, uh, I have a lozenger. 
A, a lozenger? Is that like a, a lozenge? A lozenge? lozenge? Is that like a lozenge? Is that like another name for a lozenge? A lozenger? I didn't, I didn't know what it was called. I don't know what you call them. It looks there like a go. payday. Paul's. I wish it was a payday. Paul, Dear God. Paul would... Paul would use the unflavored lozenges. Oh, I can smell it from this here. Is all they had. Oh, this is all the they had at the 7-Eleven. Is that around like the ice blue? Yeah. Ugh. The cherry ones aren't bad. Yeah. They didn't Who? have it. That's I went, like, I went like, to the ghetto 7-Eleven like down that's the block. It's like old school grandfather stuff, man. Oh, you yeah. know how many he smells like a art. grandfather right now. Do you know getting, getting out of the car and getting into the car, I was accosted twice for money? I got a question. Yes. What's going to happen when this guy moves next to you? Oh, he ain't moving in our neighborhood. That's not what I, I heard. I told him I was Listen, looking at a house in your neighborhood. I, I know. I, know, I am, though. Look, I am, looking. I am, actually. But the board has to approve it, and I know a few guys on the board. Are you on the board? No, but I know a few guys. Yeah. Yeah, I've already had a talk with them. <laughs> Ooh. So Brandy, Brandy thinks it's a good idea. Of course just, my wife Just does. so you know. Because you got a baby. My wife's like the like baby, like... like Whisper. Oh, anybody with a baby now, she just wants If I could afford on your block, I'd move across the street. Then she could just come over and pick him up anytime mm. she wanted to. Mm. It would work out perfect for everybody. Yeah. We can be buddies. We can hang out all yeah, the time. I'd come over actually make sure you do your KMA work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can ring the doorbell. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, just checking to see if you finished the outline for Oh, oh you're just sitting what around guest, on your porch? Yeah, what gifts do you have tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I kind of like this now that I'm thinking about it. I'm all right with that. I, I work well under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Said no one ever. Right? Tell us about the blend. Thank you, Alec. So, blend is 90% Honduran, actually. It's a Trojes wrapper. It's a what? Trojes from oh, in Honduras. Okay. Um, Hamastron and Trojes binder, I believe. And then Hamastron and Esteli filler. How many uh, test blends did you guys go through before you came out with the final product? Um, well, I went down and blended first so i went through a ton of blends obviously on the table and all that came back with about for different projects i came back with 30 but you know stuff some stuff is for certain projects some stuff is for others and i think we had nine slotted for them that we had made specifically for them did you have an idea of what you were looking for in the product when you started to blend the product? I think blended. Eric kind of gives you an yeah. outline of what he's looking yeah. at. Because I've worked yeah. with him yeah. on a couple of projects. So he, he kind of gives you an outline, yeah. and you try to recreate that process. So he kind of left it up to us. He usually says, I mean, a lot of their cigars that they come out with are you know dark and strong, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I made four that were pretty dark and strong, and then I made another four or five that were more our style. And they went through the dark and strong ones, and they weren't so sure about it yet. And then they went through the other five that were more flavor forward versus just pure strength. I and like that word, flavor forward. Flavor forward. Uh, I, I don't think I've heard that before. That's yeah. a good one. You should trademark that now. Fla you, you, hashtag flavor already forward. Done. <laughs> yeah. hashtag. My dad's watching right now. I'm sure it's already flavor done. Forward. <laughs> flavor forward TM. That's actually a great marketing thing, flavor I'm, forward. Yeah, flavor forward. I'm I like pretty it. sure he's got his guy on speed dial. As you add flavor, you lose strength. As you add strength, you, you lose yeah. flavor. So this is we make stuff that's more flavor forward. That's... And they gravitated toward that blend specifically. Oh. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're not a dojo member, make sure you are because you're not. You're going to miss out on the link. I'm looking. You're probably going to go fast. Oh, is yeah. that the deal? You can't buy it unless you're a the, dojo member. Uh, dojo. Initially. No, the dojo nation gets it before they yes. get the link first. Yeah. And then everyone else gets it about huh. thirty minutes after. Okay. Okay. Um, an hour. Yeah. I don't. Something. I Hopefully, see, it doesn't crash the servers this time. I <laughs> see some writing. Uh, in the title, it looks like mm -hmm. a five three three. Did you know what that is? That's, or is that just some that's art? That's Japanese. Yeah, that's Japanese. that is that oh, is katakana. Whoa! 
I took oh, Japanese oh, oh, oh. before you. No way. What? what is it? No way. Uru doshi. Oh my god, you even did it like very right, Japanese yeah. style. Now, I, I'll you tell you what, like there's three accent. alphabets. There's hold three on, alphabets. Hold on, hold on. In I Japanese. see four letters. That says Uru doshi. U, Uru, do, shi. The le- each one is one sound. Each one's a word. So the first one is U, the second one is Ru, the third one is Do, and the last one is Shi. In, in, in the four years? What is going is on right no now? In the four years I've known you? <laughs> is what is no happening? one amazed it's by this? that. Wait, oh, how, how, my God. How long have I known no you? Idea. <laughs> five years, maybe? In the five years I've known you, this is the first time I've ever been I've impressed. never mentioned that I took four <laughs> semesters of Japanese. No! no have no, you no. been to Japan? Uh, wait. No. Wait, I need to say this again. No. I don't think this is the first time in the five years I've known you I've ever been impressed. We'll see. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> hold on. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I can only read the first two alphabets. There's there's three alphabets in Japanese. There's hiragana, katakana, and kanji. I never learned kanji. I, I can I can read hiragana a little bit now. And this was learned why? I, I needed to take... I needed more language when I was in college. And I didn't. I took sign language in Japanese. Believe it or not, sign, sign language, language was just in, to me. Jap- in Japanese. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. I did. I, took, I, I really thought that's what he meant. I'm like, wow. I took that's sign language. Wait, wait. So wait, wait. Sign language in Japanese. Ready? <laughs> oh boy. You know, because you read up and down. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was funny. I guess it wasn't. I like it. Uh, I, I like it. Was funny. I like but it. But there is <laughs> Japanese I sign language. I, kn- I took American sign language. I know that this was uh, uh, like an Alec and Bradley interview, but I wouldn't mind changing it over to, to Paul. <laughs> yeah. I want to know that you're learn a little bit more yeah. about him. This whole Japanese thing is like equivalent to Adam driving the, <laughs> the presidential motorcade. motorcade. What? Adam, no, you, don't, you didn't Adam, see that episode. Adam, during an episode of KMA, like after b- being around him for eight years, just happened to say, oh, that's like that one time I drove in the presidential motorcade. And we're all like, what? And he actually drove. Which president? Uh, w. George W. Wow. George w. Wow. Twice. That's crazy. Yeah, he did it twice. Did you have a suit on? Yeah. And did you have like the little aviator well, uh, glasses? Did they give you like standard issue aviator glasses? No, but no? They, they did not give me standard aviators, but they did give me a pin that Air said piece? A on it. But uh, That said what? A. It had an A on it for approved. But no, that's really. also like the for lowest Adam. classification for the social uh, secret service. That's like yeah, that's like the lowest clearance you can have is a. You're like you're approved. You can just go. You can go. That's through. funny. That's did, cool. Wow. Did they, did they make sure you had to cut your bangs so it didn't impair your vision while driving? Did they have any kind of bang? I had much shorter hair at that time. That wasn't your shaved head days, was it? No, that was. Way I, you know, I got pictures of Adam with a completely shaved head. I, I want to see that. That probably cool. looks like a convict. The year, the year he went before he started working for us, and he was still in college, I think, at the time up in Gainesville. No, I was. Uh, but you were living in Gainesville. Yeah, I just lived in Gainesville. He was living in Gainesville. He actually won our poker tournament that one year, and yeah, he had a completely shaved. Yeah, it head. wasn't completely shaved. It was just lower. Uh, shorter than a military buzz cut. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's... that's I mean, no, that's, that's it wasn't bald. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, yeah, bald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, um, natural-born killer shade. You know, he, mm-hmm. he has like... I still know. think that's way more fascinating than me taking Japanese. I barely speak uh, okay, it. No, 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 no. Listen to me, listen to me. I give two shits that you took Japanese. Okay. I'm just impressed you actually could read it and still talk it. Well, hold yeah. on. I, I want to say, like, I'm I'm kind of guessing with with two of these because the, the last one's in kanji, so... I, I have an idea of what it says. I couldn't I couldn't just read it and say and, that and that's exactly what it is. how did your guy put this on there? When you, you I'm sure Google, he just Googled Google it. Google Translate? Yeah, you, yeah, but you look at a couple more to, just to make sure. You know, you, you do like your, when you get a tattoo. You, you do your research. Yeah. <laughs> so 
so you don't end up with soy sauce on your neck. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. That you funny. got you got to do your research because then if there's someone that knows Japanese, they'll call you out. They'd be Absolutely. like, why does why does this Especially say in this industry. Alec Ooh. is a dope? Like, what, <laughs> <laughs> what is urudush? <laughs> I think Urudoshi me is leap year, right? Leap day. He already, leap day. Leap day. He already yeah, said that. Yeah. yeah. So why are you? I already what are you translated saying? it for you. Yeah. So what are you asking? I, I, I didn't know that. That's what the, I didn't know that was Japanese writing. Oh yeah. No five I, I, three. It looks three. like it looks yeah. to me. It looks like five three. Your vision three, is really bad. And then the last one definitely looks Japanese. <laughs> but yeah, if you look at it, it looks like five three three. So, the first, yeah, first, the first three digits of my phone number. Is it really? Yeah, you got to figure out. You got to buy. You got to buy. <laughs> you got to buy the packs to get the rest. That'd be pretty cool, actually. I'm oh, sure your girlfriend loves that. <laughs> that's, your phone, that's, her, that's her phone number. All right, <laughs> we're gonna take a short break. We're gonna have more with Alec and Bradley when we come back right here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I'm Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, here is Mr. Honest Abe. Hello, hello. And Paul. Why do you say it that way? Because well, hello, hello, Paul. Like he's like saddened by it. And yeah, Paul. Like I'm the diseased. Well, I guess. I well, you are currently diseased. are diseased. Yeah. I looked up the the uh, differences between the common cold and coronavirus. I have all the common cold symptoms, just so everybody knows. And I went to the doctor. He said I have nothing to Can worry about. Can someone get me some Purell or something? Paul. Paul thinks like anybody really cares that he's sick. My wife certainly doesn't care. <laughs> Well, did she couch, care about yeah. you anyway? Nobody, yeah. Nobody. She didn't put me on the couch. It was my idea, but she's not protesting to it. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, we have uh, Alec <laughs> and Bradley Rubin of Alec Bradley Cigars here as our feature so, maker today. How come during the break you told me you enjoyed your couch time but didn't want to say it on the air? Dude, you you're afraid, so full of crap. Are you afraid Stephanie was going to get mad? <laughs> First of all, Stephanie would gladly let me sleep in another room I bet if she I wanted would. to. <laughs> I bet she would. She's like you. She's like, why do we have to sleep in the same room? Who cares? I only have a three-bedroom house, and one of those bedrooms is now becoming the new baby's room. Listen, so. I don't sleeping in the same room is not is says the man me. that hasn't slept in the same room as, as his wife for what twenty years? Mm, How, long time, long time. All right, well, but but it's it's not that I just I, I I'm, first off I generate a lot of body heat, so I'm already like a, a furnace, right? Uh-huh. I don't need anybody else's contributing body heat. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a cuddler. I'm not a spooner. Um, there's. For me, there's no reason why two human beings have to sleep in the same bed. Alec, you do you live with your you have a fiance? Yeah. Do you live with her? Yeah, of course. Okay. Do you Are sleep you, in the same bed? Absolutely. Are you a cuddler? I am. Yeah, okay. me too. There you go, Brad. You can learn that later. Do you live okay. with your girlfriend? <laughs> I live with my girlfriend. And do you sleep in the same bed? Uh, sometimes, except when I snore really loud, and then she either. No, she'll actually go up and go to the couch. Well, you know, uh, oh. and, and and I grind my teeth as well. Really? Well, you get yeah. a guard. Yeah, you can get a guard for teeth. But, but you yeah. know what? I'm going to tell you what. That was, I, I was a no. wood chopper snore. I mean, absolutely, like a chainsaw. I would, right? Yeah, I would absolutely but, believe that. But my, if my wife fell asleep before me, which she most often did, because we did sleep in the same bed for a long time, uh, when she would sleep before me, she she wouldn't wake up. So I can get in and go to sleep. She's a real heavy sleeper. Uh-huh. But if she ever, like, we ever, like, got in bed together, it was very rough on her. But. You know, My snoring wakes me up, so. But, but you know, I, I have apnea, so I've been using now the machine for I don't know now. What, uh, yeah, so then you years. don't snore, right? Don't snore at all. I have a, a that's great. A deviated septum, so. I had that. I they made to, me I'm fix gonna, it. Gonna, it. It comes back. It comes. 
Sorry. So don't fix it. I have Are it too, you serious? Yeah. I had it. I broke my nose early on, and um, when I grew up, I had that problem. They took out my adenoids. They took out my tonsils. They fixed my septum. His snoring went away for about, I don't know, three years or so, four years, and slowly just came back. So it wasn't worth it. So do you have was, Do you know if you have apnea? I think I do, yeah. Then get the machine. I should probably, yeah. change your life. I should probably get tested. It takes, it takes literally like two or three months to get used to it. Like I threw it off. Didn't want to deal with it. Uh, now, because... like we've taken like trips, and my wife forgot to pack the machine, and like literally ruined my whole. I mean, I, would, oh, I hope she's not listening, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that whole yeah thing... your wife forgot to pack the machine. You couldn't pack it. Well, she does the packing for me. Huh. She must, packs our bags when we travel. Must be nice. Well, you know, it's a whole process. We got four kids, so it's not like everybody has. A, we optimize, share, she figures it out. Plus, my sh- if I bring three pairs of shoes, that's a whole bag right there. So, no, she she usually packs, our, does all our packing for us when we travel, and she forgot one trip, and it was like a rough trip. Did you give her a hard time, or no, no you knew better? No, no. Listen, you can't give somebody a hard time if you let them pack your bag. I have that's to pack true. my right? bag. That's I true. have to. Because, because the quick rebuttal really is... Well, pack your own fucking bag. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't say <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, you don't say anything when somebody forgets to put something in a bag they packed for yeah. you. Yeah. I'm an overpacker, so I have to pack my own bag. I overpack as yeah. well. But back to the, the sleeping thing, I heard, like, I heard well, that I if that you I shave gap. that mustache, you might breathe a lot better <laughs> with your host. Brad you, know, you might you might breathe a lot better when you sleep. <laughs> I, I she my girlfriend told me that I'm like gasping for air. Oh yeah, then I, you got happen to you. Sometimes, it, listen, that's serious, and you're young. You should really go do it because that eventually that leads mm-hmm. to brain stroke down the road and what, or yeah. not. Yeah, you can't deprive your body of sleep and and, and your brain of oxygen, which is basically what happens. Mm. And it's a simple fix. And the machines now are so small. They're so compact. Then you got to clean them, right? Don't no, you have to clean it every no, day. No, man, they make this awesome thing now that you basically. You've never seen the commercials? Before? They're yeah. expensive, though, aren't I've they? I've heard about what? it. The machines. Insurance. Okay. Insurance but pays for it. My insurance. But won't. but they don't pay for the cleaner. I think the cleaner was a couple hundred bucks my wife bought it for me. But you put the whole mask, the hose and everything in there, and it seals it, and then it cleans it throughout. So it comes on during so the So you day. wake up, you throw it in that thing. And Close then... it, and then it's on a timer. Oh, okay. And and then, do you and do then, that every day or like once a week? No, no. I, every day we put it back in the thing and it mm-hmm. just on its own. I don't know what my guy set it for, like 12 o'clock, 1 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It'll clean it out. And then when oh, you nice. come home, it's got a green light on it. So, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. whatever it uses to clean it, you can't just put the mask on it right away. You could smell uh-huh. like can, ozone or whatever. It can I can I try yours before I, <laughs> before I, I get on it for myself? <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, for a no. guy who fought it for many, many, many years, I yeah. fought it, refused to use it, refused to do it. Changes your life. Well, that's why okay. I, I want to get my, try the deviated septum to see. I, I was tired this morning. I slept, I slept last night before I put my machine on. Slept like crap. Got it. I fell asleep without it. Yeah. I woke up probably twenty times. Rolled up. If I have my my machine on, mm-hmm. however I lie down, I wake up in that position. Wow, that's never happened to me. No, I'm me telling either. you. That. I used to go to the bathroom like six times a night. I'd be like, I haven't drunk anything. Where's more fluid coming? That's just old like, age. I don't get up and go to the bathroom once at night. Really? Not once. I wake up on the what? floor. Like, I don't know how you, what? Move. <laughs> you get on the floor. I'm joking. No, I'm but back. I've done that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would roll. That's because yeah. you're not sleeping, and you would roll. That's because you're sleeping on a bed and not a couch. And you'd be, no, you <laughs> I'd be sideways. I'd, I'd just constantly move throughout the night because yeah. you're not sleeping well. And because you're not sleeping well, too, your, your bodily organs are still kind of working. That's why you keep generating urine. But when you go into deep sleep, all that process slows down. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm telling you guys, you guys are young guys. I'm, I'm giving you up front. It's like a couple months of really like 
I, I just can't do this. You got to fight through it. Oh my god! But then it becomes normal. I think months. it would take me three days. No, it would take to get me used to it. No, no, I'm telling you because it, it it's shooting oxygen. It's shooting air down your throat to keep your throat open. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it does. That's horrible. No, no. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it becomes normal yeah. after a while, but it's creating positive pressure to, mm. to expand your throat and your yeah. airway so you breathe good. But once you get does used your throat to it, dry out? Uh, they have a humidification unit. Okay. Wow. And eventually you become numb. You become like anything else. Your body That's gets how used I to it. In, feel. in the huh. beginning, in the beginning, my nasal passages were real dry, even with the humidifier <laughs> and whatever. But now I, I like nothing. I put it on. Go to bed. You get that like that rush of energy from having more oxygen than you normally do. You're, you have that take, at the beginning. Let me, let that little something. high. That little high. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I wake up. I wake up ready to go. No grogginess. Wow. No, I got a. Uh, no, cup but of when coffee. you start, you know, like when you get more oxygen than your body's used like to. Like when you go to you the get, oxygen like, bar. Yeah, you get like a certain high. You, Does you that, did that up, happen at the beginning? You know, it happens now. Okay. I was dragging today. Even on the car ride over here, I'm like, uh, uh. Because I did, slept without it last night. I fell asleep, didn't put it on, and then didn't wake up enough to say, hey, let me go get it and put it on. I just kept fighting through it yeah. all night. I've used, like, the breathing strips, and when I use those, it gives me, like, this burst of energy well, that I don't help. want before I sleep. That'll help. Yeah. Because some people, it's a nasal issue, right? Yeah, you're, but if it's a throat issue, that won't help. Okay. Because a lot of people, your throat's a muscle, right? Yeah. So if your, throat, if your throat relaxes at night, mm -hmm. it goes from being a big round circle to a flat yeah. thing, and that's where a lot of people have trouble. But I'm telling you, you guys do it, you'll change your lives. Okay. Best thing I ever did. This portion of KMA Talk Radio brought to you in part PSA. by Mattress Firm. Yes, PSA. Mattress <laughs> Firm, helping you sleep at night. Also, brought by your local ear, nose, and throat doctor. It's a PSA. Make sure you go see that soon. So, during the break, guys, we were talking about your next project. Can we yep. talk about that? Yes, we can. We yep, barely absolutely. got into We didn't get into the details, but you, you brought it up, and I was like, ooh, well, now we have something we can talk about. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, what is this next project you guys are coming out with? So it continues this Japanese theme that we went with on the Urudoshi. Oh. Uh, so the name of it is Kintsugi. K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. Kintsugi. So it's is it the Alec and Bradley project? Alec yes, and Bradley. Okay, you want to make sure I get it right. You make the ampersand big this time? Your favorite projects. Uh, <laughs> so it's based on a Japanese art, for, art form. That's what's called Kintsugi where they piece back ceramics like plates, <laughs> bowls, and vases with gold lacquer. So the gold lacquer is within the cracks of where uh, where the piece broke, and oh, okay. it basically signifies that there's beauty in the imperfections. And so I think it translates great to cigars because we have a handmade product. Is it a regular production item? Regular production okay. item. Uh, and I think it translates very well to cigars. I think we have a, well, we have a handmade product that... The humidity, the the temperature, everything is a factor, and sometimes it could be not not rolled the correct way, and you have a bad burn. So we have an imperfect product because it's handmade, but it is such a work of art. Every single one that you get to smoke, how many hands touch the product before it gets to the final smoker, and I, I think it's a great comparison between something that I kind of stumbled upon this unique Japanese art form to something that we do every single day and it i think will help people appreciate what we do what the people in the factories do and everyone before them that makes this product will this be a box product box, yeah. box 20 box, box, box of 20 box of 20 and when is this slated to be released end of may may june what we're, yeah. what we're shooting may, for if not. price point eight to ten eight to, eight to, 10? Eight mm -hmm. to ten now i also saw you guys uh, I, I might have missed it mm -hmm. but 
Is this the first time you have a black market in a diamond cut? Oh, yeah, that's the first time. Yes. Yep. Okay, so that, and that's being shipped now, or? I think it's just going on sale now yeah. to the retailer. Okay, so yeah. they're selling it, but it's not shipping. Yes. Yeah, not shipping. So it's basically yeah. your, your diamond cut. Yeah, yeah our, our Nika Nika Piro Piro diamond. diamond. We um, took it over took it over and decided to do it with the uh, black market estuary. Yeah, I saw the packaging. It kind of looks cool. Cause it, yeah, it does it, look it, cool. It, it looks like the yeah. black market box, box. but in that diamond cut thing. Yeah. Now, is that a limited production? Yes. Yeah, how once many, a year. How many how many boxes of those did you make? Was it you know? 2,000, 2,500? I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. And and that I'm sorry, did that, and that ship's going to ship when? Brad, do you know that? Because I have no uh, clue. You, I have... We usually <laughs> ship diamonds in uh, Q3. So oh, so you, that's not for a while. Yeah. Not for yeah. a bit. Oh, okay. I just saw a post about it like yesterday. Literally. Just to let you know it was coming. Yeah, oh. we're, get, we're getting them ready. Keep, keep you updated. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We're getting them started. Nice. What was the, get the party started. What was the cigar that we talked about with Alan? I'm, I was going to talk to him about it off okay. the air. Oh, you were? Oh, yeah, yeah. Off the air. We do got to talk about that. We had to get through the great smoke. It's not like I had a lot of free creative time in the last two or three months. Yeah, so. yeah. No, that that was on my to-do list after this show today. Because when they were saying their next project, I was like, no, oh, are they going to actually do that? No, I want to do a micro-blend the original trilogy mold. Cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that'd be... That'd be what like, did you say to my father to... I think he just liked the idea. No, he didn't. I think he just times. likes you. No, yeah. listen to me. Well, we do go back. Well, he said friend. he said that cigar will never be made again. But, and but, then... but there's a difference in doing a regular production project and doing a special one-off for I've been asking him for as long as I've been working for the company. And then you he comes in here one day and he's like, "Hey, we're making trilogy for A." You know I'm what? like, "What?" Sometimes sometimes it's about timing. Yeah. And I've been that way. Like I've asked people for projects and then be like, "No, no." He asked him at the right time. You ask him yeah. at the right time. You get if the moon is aligned right. He was stars, in a good mood here when he, he was. He was, a, yeah. he was in a real good mood. <laughs> yeah, you let him talk about whiskey a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, like and the it. best part is, is we got it on the air, so he can't go back and say, yeah, I didn't say it. So, <laughs> I thought know. he said maybe on the air, <laughs> no. and then yes to, yes to you afterwards. <laughs> maybe. But yeah, that's a project I want to talk to you about after yeah, the show. Yeah, for sure. We so that. get that in the, in the books going on this year. So anything else going on new? Uh, Just Kintsugi right now is, is the project that's, we're working on. Yeah, that's our focus right now. And, Are you guys uh, getting ready for the trade show? Getting ready for the trade show. Not my responsibility, so it's... I'm, you don't I'm not good. involved in the trade show at all? Not not in all the booth stuff. I mean, right. when I'm there, I'm involved. Right, right, but right, yeah. right. But that's the logistics of it, nothing to do. How yeah. about the politics of it? You guys are young guys. Yeah. You know, the IPCPR is like, <laughs> you know... You, I mean, you guys don't know what the RTDA is. No, we I've, know. Yeah, you know RTDA. what it is, yeah. but you weren't around I, when I, it existed. Wasn't it I've RTA been. before that? Huh? RTA been. before it was RTA and then it was RTDA? Could be. I don't even know RTA before my time. Yeah. But the, the RTDA, I mean, IPCPR, I, you, IPCPR was kind of your era. Yes. Yeah, but right? we like we also grew up when it was always RTDA. And so yeah. we, I know, but when you were we five, went, did you really care what the RTDA was? and what it, it was, No, it was, I didn't care, but I still know what it that's was. What, we that's still what, we went, knew it by we, name. Right. Right. We yeah. went, you knew it by name because your dad left I, for uh, two weeks. Yeah. Well, I, remember, I remember that yeah. we got to go on vacation in Las Vegas because of the RTDA oh. when yeah. it was at the Venetian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so how do you feel about what's going on? It, being honestly one of the mm-hmm. probably youngest, you know, new entry level guys in the industry. I mean, yeah. you're the next generation. Uh, what's your take? It's it's a it's a lot of very, politics. It is it's a, a lot a, of it's politics. A unique situation because how heavily involved our father is. So we kind of get to hear and see what he gives us, just like. 
like parenting. Like, Absolutely. Like that's what you hear and that's that's what you believe. Um, Do so, you feel in any way as a company, obviously as an entity as a whole, it's not the most beneficial for it, but do you feel as a company this year's trade show could be more advantageous for you? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that for the, the retailers that are so involved and are are proud to be a part of the PCA and are excited, we are just as excited as they are, and we're, we're going to be showing some cool new stuff there, something that might just be for there and do something I think do this something is unique. A, I think it's a great time for the mid-level, I agree. you it's, know, upper mid-level companies to really shine and and roll into that. Hey, we are the yeah. show, not showmen. Just that. Of the I think you hear year. of all these people saying they're not going to be attending PCA this year, but I've heard I've had people call me and tell me, "No, I am," or like people that haven't attended in the past saying, "I am coming this year because of what's going on." I bought my ticket. Yeah, yeah. see, that doesn't get talked about. Been, I haven't been to the PCA in I don't know eight, ten, three what? years, three. People wanted, did I go four years ago? Yeah, we where was it four years ago? Uh, it was Vegas. We were in Vegas in sixteen. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, you went that years was the, ago. That was the last time we were there. Yeah, I don't even the remember. And the year, the year before, before I, the year before that was in New Orleans. So yeah, so I haven't been there in a while, but yeah, I actually booked my ticket going to the trade show this year. Great, will and you come visit there. the booth? Huh? Will you come visit the booth? My buyer will come visit your booth. I will wait. You will be there. I'll, oh, no, I'm gonna be there. No, you're gonna be at our floor. booth. I'm gonna walk floor. Well, yeah, I might have I might have my trilogy to show off. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I think it's I, I believe it's a very interesting time, especially for your generation, right? I, I, I think, completely agree. I think I think this is the time for companies of your level and maybe even a little bit bigger to take advantage of it and, and shine and become I the, think even, become the leaders. You I know? think a lot of newer companies should be look, I, looking to go this if year. If I was them, I would too. Yeah. I yeah. would too. So uh, that's pretty interesting. Fun times. A lot of fun things. Make sure you're at the PCA if you have the ability to go. But guess what? It won't be there. Consumer Day. Uh, so we won't be doing KMA I, I, Talk I, Radio I Live. they were trying to put that back in the works. Uh, I don't believe so. That, okay. I, 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 no, sorry, Coop. That's a rumor. <laughs> I heard. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm admitting that it was a rumor. I heard some rumors out there that they may be trying to relook yeah. at that. I think they're always looking for new things in terms of how to fund, how to fund the fight. But I think that one's been shelved for now. But we do have him on the line if you want to talk to him. Let's get him on. All right. Now joining us. Hey, y'all, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. <laughs> somebody, somebody let the chicken out. Let's go. <laughs> let the chicken out. Hey, Coop. Hey, good morning, everybody. So, good morning. You, Coop, you reminded me of Rocky Balboa in that scene. <laughs> That's all I thought about That was I my Rocky you. Balboa moment. Yeah. I, I wanted to chase the chicken, and the next thing I know, Eric stole me. I'm telling you, watching you in that moment, it just made me think of Rocky. And how the I haven't seen this video, but and, I do and, want to see it. And oh, how we'll the show two, you. And okay. how the two things suit. How the two scenes had nothing similar at all. Well, there was a there was a part that didn't get filmed. So as I'm chasing the chicken, I kind of go back into some trees, and, and Eric cut the video off at that point. But what he didn't see is when I went back into those trees, is this like mother goose sitting in the back and basically starts coming after me. Oh, that's so funny. I start basically <laughs> running from this goose, and this thing is like like. I'm going. I, I I ran all the way to the Perdomo bus. This thing was coming right after me at that point. Oh, that <laughs> that is... part got missed. That would have been epic if you saw that part. That is funny. Did you catch the chicken? Is the question? No, no way. No, I did. I didn't. I mean, I 
Well, that closed, yeah, but once that, that goose got there, it was it. I just got out of there. Uh, no, wasn't catching it. So you were where? You were at Tabacalera Perdomo this this past weekend week. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was on a trip with Eric um, at, at Perdomo. How, how, um, was, that, was that your first time down there? To Perdomo, yeah, that was my first time to Perdomo. Um, it is. It is probably the most intense of the cigar factory tours I've done. It, it def, Nick Nick definitely goes deep. Uh, he takes it very seriously. It starts early and you go all day. Um, but it's very comprehensive in terms of uh, what you learn, specifically a lot of the things he brings to the table. I think every factory tour brings something unique to the table, and that's why I like going on different ones. And certainly Perdomo has that as well. I heard they blindfolded you and asked you to either take a red or a blue pill. (laughs) (laughs) We did a blind tasting, actually. So, like, uh, one of us was, each of us was blindfolded, and the other one lit a cigar. And the idea is we had to try to see if we can kind of guess what the cigar is and kind of make some uh, comments about the profile. It, it actually is a very, so we'll get about blindfolded as opposed to a blind sample. They're two different things is what I'll say. Okay. Did you guess right? Yeah, I did. Actually, I did. I go. got the Maduro and the Connecticut right. Yeah. Did Master Sensei guess right? Because we have a picture of him uh, this week. Yeah, he did. Huh. He did as well. Yes, yes he did. Yes. Oh, he did well. You know, I've traveled with Master since I'm more than any other person on the planet. What do you um, say? Including my wife. I mean, is that true? Four I... countries. Oh, he's spent yeah. time. Numerous. Travel with more, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So is he moving to Florida, oh. too? or? I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know about that. You're <laughs> still waiting on Coop to move to Florida. Coop's, Coop's flying the Coop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, I actually spent uh, my day job. I actually has an office down there now, so it's actually convenient. Where in Florida? Boca. Oh, right here. Yeah, close. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So that, that makes it a little easier, even though I have to really be anywhere I want, but they have an office there, which is nice. Yeah. One step closer to being a Floridian. Uh, yep. Oh, yes. Hopefully it happens. So, Coop, there was a big uh, Senate, uh, sorry, a congressional bill passed yesterday. What, uh, I mean... It passed along party lines. It passed along party lines, and it obviously, I mean, I don't think it's going to go through the Senate, but, I mean, it was kind of an interesting thing that actually happened to actually get something through Congress, especially when it involved cigars, tobacco, and a lot of things that encompass the tobacco lifestyle. Right. Now, one thing to keep in mind, even though this is probably not going to go to the Senate, is, is this passed through the House, and maybe Glenn Loop can share a little more comment on it, but once language just gets passed, I mean, it could make it ripe for getting stuffed into another spending bill down the road. So I'd be a little concerned that this passed in, in the House right now. Um, but there's a bunch of there's a bunch of things in there. Um, I mean, on one end, there's an exemption for the premium cigars uh, from SE, and that. Uh, but in that exemption, it, has, it establishes a minimum price point of twelve dollars. Um, but there's also a ban on actually non-face-to-face cigar sales. So basically anything that's an internet catalog or phone, um, it would it would ban um, those types of transactions in there. It has a flavored tobacco ban in there as well. It increases some of the user fees. And it. the other thing that's not getting noticed is it, it does have at more advertising restrictions right now. Basically, it extends a lot of the advertising restrictions that cigarettes have to, to all tobacco products. So there's a lot in there right now. And, and like I said, it, it's... It divided a lot of people. How week. can they restrict it anymore? People, yeah, well, I, I I really have to believe if that if that bill passes, that 
someone will sue to the Supreme Court level. How, how can you ship alcohol and everything else? I mean, there's got to be some some class, at, you know, Supreme Court hearing. Somebody's going to sue because I just can't see how that's going to just people are just going to sit back and take that. Alcohol is a state is more of a state law yeah. issue than tobacco. Yeah. Is. I don't understand, but there, it, it's shipping across state lines. Oh, no, no, you, you can't ship alcohol across state lines. It's legal. It is legal. Illegal. Illegal. How, how do you do it? I get wine and well, wine. No, wine is different. Hard Wine's, liquor. It's hard liquor. Okay. Yeah. Like beer, them. like beer and wine, you can do, but you can't do hard alcohol. Like here in Florida, them. if you want to get, um, if you want to do the bourbon of the month club, Napa, I get yeah. shipped case right? Of but wine. there's a difference. It's liquor. So bourbon of the month club, you can't get shipped to your house legally in Florida. Yeah. Doesn't work. Just yeah. in Florida. Yeah. No. It depends on the state. Well, how states. do they have a bourbon in the month club? Are they shipping within the There's same There's some state? reciprocating laws throughout states, and Florida's not one of them. Correct. The so, like, laws. in New York, right, you yeah. can ship liquor to your house. Yeah. Okay. Is that within New York, or can a Florida No, it comes company... from Kentucky. From Kentucky or Tennessee oh, okay. to New York, but not Florida, not Texas. There's a whole bunch of... Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, not to mention, there's a lot of stuff, especially in this, and now this you law know. and that law. I mean, how are we going to start enforcing non-face-to-face transactions? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there, and they haven't really defined a lot of it. And not to mention the whole uh, banning of swag or just anything oh, branded yeah. with. I mean, yeah. that's just absurd, right? It's, and there's no, like, the enforcement, I think, it's another one of these cases where they haven't figured out. Like, they're throwing something on the wall, but then they're not. They have no idea how to enforce it. So, you know, it's going to go into some rulemaking process afterwards. Um, and, and that would be, you know, that would be another cluster that would form with that. So. Um, they want us. They want us to. They want us to pay them to be able to hire people to regulate us. Yeah. yeah. Genius. <laughs> so wonderful. Thank you, government, for <laughs> taking my tax dollars and doing nothing with it. We appreciate you. There you go. <laughs> what else is going on, Coop? Um, there was another interesting story this week out of Europe that I thought was kind of got some press here. There's a company called Royal Danish Cigars. Uh, they're a brand that's distributed in Europe. Um, but they announced this week that uh, um, they are no longer allowed to use the name Royal Danish uh, by order of the Royal Family of Denmark. The Royal Family of Denmark basically told them, even though you guys have a trademark for this, you can't use it anymore, and you got to go rename your company right now. So the company basically said, well, if the royal family's telling me to do this, I'm going to have to do it. So, so uh, that that was kind of an interesting story. I've never heard of anything like that happening before. But apparently, the Danish royal family is very anti-tobacco, and they didn't want to be associated with a product like that. So, what what happens if they just move their company out of? I was just going to ask the same Denmark question. And yeah, call it Royal Danish. I, I do that before I change my I, company I guess they name. could. I mean, they may have problems distributing back in Denmark because again, this is uh, this is a company based in Europe. It's not really a, a pres. If they had a presence in the U.S. market, I guess it would be a different story. But they're more based in, in Europe, so and specifically Denmark. That's where their their uh, base of operations is. People are just becoming so... Well, hey, listen, at least they got a bunch of free publicity out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Look, I mean, without, without, the name the without the new name, yeah. It's got to find a, a country <laughs> right, that's exactly. very... I hadn't heard of them either. ...very supportive of tobacco. And then just yeah, say yeah. Royal whoever. I wonder if they can call it Royal Dane. That'd be the same there thing, There you go, Great Dane. Great Danish. Because <laughs> that'd be the same thing, Royal Dane. Yeah. Well, if you just, what if they just write them a small check, you know, send it away... Yeah, I don't think they're really worried about the money. Yeah. Probably not. Don't yeah. really think so. Where are your travels taking you next, Coop? Um, home. I'm going to be home for the next few weeks right now. 
Um, I've been on the road quite a bit since mid-January, so um, I'm going back to Nicaragua in April, though. Why? Um, I'm going to see another factory. Wow. Dude, you are, like, the hardest-working media guy to do this industry. <laughs> Seriously. You um, must love Esteli. <laughs> How do you know he's going to Esteli? Where where I'm else? going to Esteli. Where, where else is he going to go? Is he going to Managua? There's no farms in Managua. He can go to the Dominican Republic. No, no, no. no, he's, no he's he said he was going, going to Nicaragua. He's not going to Nicaragua. He could be going to Mombacho. Get that mustache out of your ears. I thought he said just another factory tour. He said he's going back to Nicaragua. That's funny. I think we were looking at where else he's going to go. That's the lead. I gotta, be, I gotta pay attention. So was this? Was this? You were at the uh, Great Smoke uh, pre-event dinner hosted by the Red Meat Lovers Club. Was that your first one? Second. Second. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, they're, they're gr- I tell you, it's you know Evan and you guys put on a clinic as far as doing the cigar dinner goes. The, the, the food is fantastic. The, I love kind of that long kind of. Um, you want to call it like that long setup with the table? Right. It's just it's a nice setup. Um, and, uh, like I said, it's, the cigars are always great. Last year was the Florida issue with Tatuaje. So the cigars are great. Uh, so Mayor Giuliani came this year. He was like, Mayor Giuliani was there basically to enjoy himself that night, which I thought was pretty cool. He was. He was just hanging out. Absolutely. Now, yeah, everyone wanted me to go after him, now. like, on his, on his cigar <laughs> record. I'm like, it's good, dude. It, he's there as a guest that night. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disrupt him that night. He, people talk to him. He's very open. He, you know, he talked to almost everybody at the Great Smoke. You know, the one thing that flabbergasts me about people, right, is a lot of people were posting, we were, were resharing that he was going to be president at the Great Smoke. And even on some of the pictures that people took, right, um, there was a lot of negative comments. Like, ew. Oh, I hope you washed your hands. And I, and I just don't get that because, like, I didn't vote for Obama ever. Didn't mm. think he was a good president. But, dude, I would still take a picture with President Barack Obama. Sure. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how could you be so mentally deficient that even if you don't like a guy's politics or whatever, like, dude, I mean, this guy was the mayor of New York during Giuliani 9-11. Giuliani is yeah. he different, up, too. He yeah. cleaned up the mob. I mean, whatever you want to take from him. This guy's a historic mayor. Right. Of I agree. our nation during his time. Referred to as America's mayor. Yeah, I like it. How do you have a negative problem with him? Be- Somebody says, oh, I'm out for the dinner. Don't you know, come. It's, it's social media. Like, what do you expect? You know, let me, let me say this. I think <sighs> Bernie Sanders is an absolute, like, nut job, right? <laughs> I, I, mean, saw you, I saw you post about yeah, that. Yeah, but if he was there, I would, like, be like, yo, where is your... I mean, I would have fun with him. I'd <laughs> be like, seriously, Bernie, man. tell me. What are I we mean, doing? Yeah, what do we got? I mean, are you, like, you know, undercover? <laughs> I mean, are you double agent? What's up? Because you can't believe it. But I, w- I would even take a picture with him. Yeah, you know, yeah. Rudy's Rudy's very approachable sure. too. If I, I think I, a lot of people that are exposed to him at the events, mm-hmm. they they notice that. And, and some of us, like Coop, I, did you live in New York during nine eleven? Uh, I lived in the New York. I wasn't living in the city at the time, but I lived about I lived about a half hour outside the city. Yeah, an hour outside. The city. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, for people like us, it, it we have like a I have like a deep personal connection to the guy. I had never met him before, but that was the first thing I said to him, regardless of his politics and whether or not we agree. The, the man helped me personally, who was in Manhattan, you know, doing going to college the, during a real tough time. And he made me feel comfortable to go back into Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I was afraid to yeah, go back I, to work I, in school. I remember rather. when he said he was going to clean up Times Square in 93, and everyone laughed at him. Everyone laughed at him. It was, you know, Times sure Square did. was a mess, peep shows, crime. He did it. I mean, the, the track record is there. 
Um, I disagree with some. I don't think he's done anything for the cigar industry, and, and I think people have mispositioned what he's doing for the cigar industry. But that doesn't take away from his record, especially when yeah. he did it nine eleven. Yeah, and that's the point where, like, hey, we saw him publicly. You wouldn't appreciate the moment of yeah. Hey, I just, I just saw man, people just man, feel man, like they man. need to say something. How about oh, Garth Brooks? Time. Did you see that? What? What? The, the, everything going on with Garth Brooks? No, no, dude. Garth Brooks posted a picture on Instagram, right? I think I think I didn't read in depth on the story, but he was at a Detroit Lions game or whatever. He was wearing a Barry Sanders jersey. 20. I thought I thought he was doing a concert and he was wearing a Barry Sanders. He was jersey. wearing he, he was doing a concert in Detroit yeah, yeah. or whatever. But he was wearing a Barry Sanders jersey. So there's a picture of him in his cowboy hat, getting ready to come out of the hallway or wherever to go on stage, and it says Sanders twenty, and everybody. The idiots out there interpret this as Sanders for president. Oh, God. Yeah, I see it. (laughs) And they all blew this guy up. How could you? That's crazy. I'll I'll put it on the screen. People are just so bent, man. They're just so bent. They're so wrapped up in the politics, and they're waiting. So against the other side. You know what really amazes me is who do you think really cares how you feel? Why and why would someone have a Lions jersey with Bernie Sanders on it? <laughs> right, he has nothing to do with the state of Michigan or, Florida, or Detroit Dude, or anything. It was a Detroit color jersey. It was a jersey, yeah. and 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 there, wow. it's up now. Yeah, how insane is that? And they, 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 they he got battered, battered by from from obviously now conservatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, or maybe even some Democrats because Bernie's actually not that popular even with the Democratic no. Party. But he, they went nuts on him. Over it. Clearly, they don't watch football. I yeah, mean, obviously. Look, even if it was I a mean, Bernie 20, I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> what's the end of the world? Everybody's just, everybody's convinced that their opinion matters. I got news to you. Your opinion pretty much matters to you. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think my yeah. wife cares about what my opinion is on something. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't read. I'm, I just don't forget. We also have our next well, guest. Well, be producer, man. I've <laughs> tried without him three times. Be producer. I, I know. We're talking. Adam to doesn't Coop. have a. Oh, he does have a mic. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, to be Coop. producer. We're, we're talking to Coop. We're gonna do a lot of great I'm stuff. I'm enjoying Coop. All right, <laughs> Coop. Uh, drive safely back home, buddy. Uh, we hope you have right, safe guys. travels, and we will definitely talk to you next week as we find out what's going on in the industry this week. Have a good one, Coop. Take care. All right. Take care, I, everybody. See you, Coop. See I didn't see him. Is he in the building? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. according yeah, to AJ, he's in yeah, the no, building. Yeah, no, he's over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Bring him in. Okay. Adam can smell the whiskey from there. He's all excited. Of course. So is Adam. Oh, we do. Do you want to take a quick break? No. 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 We, we bring him in. Well, we got to move people around and get glassware. Right. And... We'll take a, take a break. All yeah. right. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back. Bill Bender, and we will be having some whiskey. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. You ever plunk down hard-earned cash for a cigar? You're hoping you just bought yourself a nice drive through taste town. Only discover you're in the slow lane with a clunker. That sucks. Say goodbye to bad rides. Test drive an Alec Bradley cigar today. At Alec Bradley, they get it. Whether we're talking about life or cigars... It's all about the ride. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in lovely West Palm Beach, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the man, the myth, Mr. Honest Abe. 
Do I got a mic? Yeah. yeah. This is the closest I've been to Adam in like in like twelve years. Okay. It's too close. Sorry. <laughs> we'll uh, we we'll, won't we'll make this a fast segment. Uh, of course, with us as always, uh, Alec and Bradley Rubin are still here, guys. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having us. I know. I know back. you're very excited now about our uh, next guest, uh, Mr. Bill Bender from uh, Bender Stash. Bill? How we do? How it's going on, sir? Cheers. Nice to see you. Cheers. Nice to so, see you, too. So uh, it is always a pleasure to see you because, well, whenever Bill shows up, he brings whiskey. And uh, <laughs> if there's anything wrong with whiskey, I can't think of one thing. We can't smoke in here, but we can drink in here. We can, yeah! absolutely. We're working on that. I know. We're, tr- we're trying. Slow so, process. Bill, what, uh, what have you brought for us today, sir? I think the last time I was on, mm-hmm. uh, I talked about you know, in, back in September, we were at Willett mm-hmm. and um, Willett Family States in Bardstown. And we, we picked three barrels of whiskey, and about two and a half weeks ago, it finally got bottled mm-hmm. and shipped out. And here it is, right here, and we're, and we're drinking it right now. Mm-hmm. So these are um, <clears throat> three nine-year high-rye content bourbons. Uh, they range from 120 to 123.6 proof. Now, when, we, <clears throat> when we, we actually filmed there, picking the barrels, mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> you know, we're... we're uh, Inside, you know, the, the, the Rick House and, like, no. kind of just, like, shimmying down, looking at barrels. You know, there's sunlight hits three barrels. We're like, what are those? You know, is that the hidden treasure, you know? <laughs> Forgot to find that uh, diamond in the rough, diamond, the needle exactly. in the haystack. Yeah. You, you never know where it's going to be. Right. And I was, all, I was hell-bent on, on the ninth floor all the way up top because, mm. the, the, you know, the warmer it is, the, the faster the water evaporates in a barrel, so the mm. higher alcohol content. You know it gets, but we actually found these on the on the first floor, and uh, when when we tried them, it was like one was distinctly one thing, and then the other one was not far off of the next one, and, mm-hmm. and then so on. So everybody kind of just had their favorites. So we said, oh, we're just we got to take all three of them. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, we so just kind of just flowed really easy and kind of yeah. flowed really easy. That's cool. Yeah, yep. yeah. We no, got but- we got stinking drunk, but <laughs> why did you choose Willet to work with? Uh, <clears throat> Willet's literally. That's probably my favorite. Really? Favorite cool. company mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, with their story, yeah. you know, their history. Uh, I, I know Drew Colsveen, uh, the owner, one of the owners, or the owner of well, really, really well. Uh, he's a friend of mine. And, uh, you know, whatever they put in their Rick houses to age. Now, you know, seven years, when, it, when it's seven years or younger, that's actually their own distillate. So anything okay. older than seven years is sourced. And, you know, it doesn't... MGP or... Uh, like this that? stuff's Heaven Hill. Actually. Okay, Heaven Hill. So it's funny. Oh yeah, I knew mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So it's that. funny. Well, I mean, if they come from all over, yeah. And, and you know, their their age statements are legendary, mm-hmm. and they're you know the prices, you know, it speaks for itself. I have a little eight year at home. I'm yeah. Awesome. Yeah, great and, stuff. And it's awesome. And the the rise are even are, are, are ridiculous too. Mm. So you know, it, it's uh whether it's sourced or whether it's their own juice, they're at the highest elevation in Bardstown, mm-hmm. in, in the county, and. uh you know, literally, they say their their Rick houses, their aging warehouses are, are magic. And, and so, uh, Alec, as a guy who enjoys his whiskey, as you have said previously, um, what do you feel about this beverage we are currently enjoying? I mean, I, what, what, took, what I literally notes? just took my first sip. I was just nosing it for the mm-hmm. first ever many minutes just to mm-hmm. see what I got from it. But on the nose, very cherry forward, some nice, you know, honey it, honey notes, some vanilla. I didn't. You get definitely get the rye on it. The the rye. Spice on the nose, which is very kick. nice. Yeah, yeah. medicinal. Yeah but, yeah, but then as soon as you drink it, it kind of fades away and completely different profile. Oh, and it's got a 
like it's it's very empty on the back end, but the front just is very full and prolific. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all these uh I named all these after obviously I'm a golf guy. I'm a, I'm a big golf guy. Yeah. yeah. So this the, the hat didn't give it away. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So this is Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. Um it's a Cinderella story. That's right. Yeah. Former <laughs> groundskeeper turns to win the Masters. Hey, you're drinking right now. Last time I was here, well, me? you weren't drinking. Well, me? Yeah, I saw Why that. Why wasn't I drinking? Because I saw that. weight loss challenge. I saw the picture. Oh, I saw yeah, that picture yeah, with the dress. Yeah, 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 have yeah, you played yeah. Have you played the Caddyshack course? Uh, Grand Oaks. Grand Oaks. Uh, that was literally when I moved down here. First in, thing you did? Is the fir- that was the first course I played. It was, I mean, it was a fluke because I didn't know. Yeah. They were like, oh, this is where Caddyshack was filmed. I was like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. Then you walk in and you see all the groundhog mm-hmm. club head covers. Yeah. Okay. I'm I live right that, down the street from there. Do so. you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Is that why there's a groundhog on the back of the bottle? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was wondering what the, what the South Park groundhog sticker was. Mm. Well, yeah, these are this, all these characters. It's all the guys that went on the barrel pick. And then the last one, the nod to the gods. That's actually a tin cup reference. Mm-hmm. Um and great, that's, great that's every, this is everybody with, to the gods because but they put my beard family. on all their faces on this on this label and then this is me just hitting a golf ball this whiskey is excellent i'm glad you like it, I love it. bradley as a uh how would you consider yourself as a whiskey expert or novice or what would you put your compared to alec whiskey drinker i would uh keep it very base level don't don't have that knowledge but uh, Alec is. I don't, a, I don't Alec, know anything. Alec is a, a big collector. Likes to know about. Alec, uh, do you have a favorite whiskey? That he drinks. Oh, that's in, that's impossible. To have a favorite. Okay. Do you I have, have some, an, Do you yeah. have an everyday whiskey? It changes constantly. Okay. If I, I have a bottle of Buffalo Trace open, I'll drink that. He's one of those that. guys, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking now every day? <laughs> yeah. 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 What is it today? No, I just I I. Been, just, I what did you have house, yesterday? Hold on. I, I finished if off I a bottle over to your house. And you offered me some. What's on the on the bar that you can um, serve? Old Forester, nineteen twenty, was what I was drinking yesterday. There you go. Yeah. Okay. There we go. It's a good one. Yeah. Not too Great shabby. But oh yes, this is a uh, lovely whiskey that no one can actually buy because it's all sold out. Am I correct? Phil? It's also it's sold out in a total of probably forty five minutes. That's not cool. I can't get any now. <laughs> this is the only time you're gonna have. Hold on. <clears throat> you bought us. You bought us. A, we can't buy it. It's gone. I'll see what I can do. I was going to say, what are you promoting? No, really <laughs> what are you promoting? Would you like to know what the cost was? Yes. Ah, Bill, go ahead and tell him what is your bottle retail for? $500. A bottle? Bottle. Yes. Now, how does that, your collector, how does uh, that I don't have a $500 bottle at home. What nope. is the most expensive bottle you have at home? Um, Not your dad's. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose my, I have a bottle of Glenfiddich, 26-year-old, that's pretty expensive, I guess. Uh, secondary market, uh, Old Forester birthday bourbon, maybe. Uh, let's see. Uh, That's four hundred and fifty bucks in the secondary. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. it at normal retail though. Wow. And then, um, what else? Uh, a bottle of William Larue Weller. That's probably pretty expensive right now. I'm gonna drink eight hundred slower. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that was a gift. Luckily, a I did not. Whiskey. I did not get that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It's the secondary market's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about it, just like cigars, you know, on the secondary market. Uh, I mean, did he make the uh, well, it actually it varied between each uh, barrel, but Bill can actually give you a better example because each barrel differentiates from the angel's share and how much you actually get out of each barrel. So but, it's actually this probably the biggest anxiety attack that anybody would ever have when you, when you go pick a barrel because, you know, it, 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 it depends on leaky barrels or evaporation, where it is in the warehouse, you know. Um, and uh, 
the yields of the barrels, how many bottles you get out of it, uh, it, you know, it all depends on that. And you, you don't even know. You drill a barrel, and you're like, this is great. I've seen a willow barrel that, you know, the older it gets, obviously, the more it's going to evaporate. Like, I've, I've seen barrels that, that yield 14 bottles, oh. 17 bottles. Mm. Uh, we, were, we were very fortunate with these three. Uh, that 176, 183 bottles, and then the short barrel was 138 bottles, mm. which wasn't that bad because we expected a little bit less on the first two, so it kind of equaled out. Um, but I think somebody picked a, picked a nine-year, uh, you know, uh, and only yielded like 80 bottles. You know, so it's like, like what are you going to do with right. 80 bottles? Are you going to sell it? Or and they still charged it? you for the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they charge it per bottle. So. Uh. <laughs> Oh, they do. They charge it for bottle. Charge yes. it for bottle. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, that would be. Uh, that'd be like gambling. Oh yeah, that's exactly. Why, that's why cast drink whiskey is so expensive. But okay, Alec, I uh, I had this butter cut the other day. You have to try this. You're going to love this. I guarantee. Yeah, go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Thank you. Thank you, sir. May I have you another? Have these whiskeys already. I had two. Wait. Uh oh. Were you at the shop? I, I mean, that which one was that Bill first one? Because that was fantastic. Bill so was this there one yesterday. beats that one. That's the Cinderella story. The Cinderella story. Okay, because yeah. that yeah. was fantastic. This one's uh, called Butter Cuts. Butter Cuts. Butter Cuts. Oh, it's, yes. kind of, it's the double meaning, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it kind of worked out that way. We, uh, we went through oh, so yeah. many Bradley's names for these in. and so many names and so many uh, labels for these. It was how, how tough was it to pick a name? There's actually, for the Cinderella story, there's uh. an alternate label. <laughs> Uh, because wow. we had, I need that limited edition label. The limited edition label. I think there's only. We, do we need more? We're good. Is this uh, one oh, yeah. a oh, yeah, little yeah. bit heavier percentage of rye? No, no, no. They're they're uh they're all the same percentage. They're all the same percentage. Yeah, but I, this is a higher this, cor- this is a higher corn percentage. If I'm not mistaken, it's just I'm getting more of that rye spice on the it's nose. A little sweeter, really on the buttercut. A little you know, bit, it, yeah. It's literally, and these barrels were. One, two, mm-hmm. and three sitting Just on top of each other. Because I got a higher corn when I had this the other day, and I was like, this is a bigger corn percentage than the... It's just on the nose. I could mm-hmm. I mean, once it opens up a little bit, it might change. Yeah, you, you got to beat it up. You know, yeah. I, I, get get what, air I get what you're getting on from the nose, yes. I can see how you would see that, yes. Mm-hmm. But once you get it in the palate, you're definitely <laughs> going to feel like it's the higher corn than it is the rye. Adam, you are alive right yeah. now. Yeah, like, somebody woke him up. Look at him. He's woke yeah. now. <laughs> he's like a, he's I've like been a guy more at a about bar trying to cigars. get with a chick. Like he's much- making love <laughs> with his words to the bourbon. Um, well, that's what you do with whiskey. <laughs> oh, I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting that corn sweetness. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought we stopped you from drinking on the job. Oh, God. Here we it's go. It's the weekend. <laughs> it's the weekend. I'm allowed. <laughs> it's my fault. You just blame it on me. It's a, no, but now I know he had some yesterday while he was on the clock. <laughs> Thursday. Uh, it, oh, thanks for correcting me. It was part of his job. This is a delicate whiskey. This is nice. Yeah. It's great. I mean, it's not so delicate, but... I mean, it definitely. What comes, are you jealous for? Have some. I can't. I can't. It taste might kill it. some it's of your dreams. Buttercuts definitely does do it justice because it does yeah. have a bit of a buttery sweetness that is yes. in there, and it is a little Which softer. Which usually find from like an Irish whiskey or something. No, we didn't. We didn't try these whiskeys before we before we named the bottle. Mm. We were just like, oh really? The second the second barrel is going to be called Buttercuts, and it just so happened to work out where the that's that's crazy. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie and tell you that we planned this. <laughs> What's the proof on these? Uh, one twenty three point six for the Cinderella. This is a uh, one twenty one. Wow, that's great. And then the last one's the short barrel, which is funny, uh, is actually. And I say, wait, is it the short barrels? Uh, one twenty point six actually. 
So this is the this is the the I don't want to say the weakest one, but yeah, because it's still strong. But mm-hmm. no, they're they're both fantastic in their own ways. Yeah, we even we were we were sitting there. I mean, the videos on YouTube mm-hmm. of when we were there, you know, the, the whole thing, and and we even sat there. We said, all right, you know, you know, this has the the front end, and this has the back end. So let's pour half and half and blend it and see if that works. And it ended up canceling both of them out, and it tasted, oh. and it tasted like. Garbage. garbage. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was happened. nuts. But, yeah, it happened. But, I mean, that's they're in the problem of trying to blend whiskeys, as people try to do. I mean, for the most part, people give blended whiskeys a bad name because it's, oh, it's got blended on it. It's not a single malt scotch. Oh, if it's sing- not single malt, it's not pure. People think blended. They think doers, and, you know. Right. But the problem yeah. is. There's some it, great blended scotches out there. It's blended. Hunt. To mm-hmm. be enjoyed and for the palate. Yeah, that's I mean, the thing people don't get. That they don't get over that full pot. Monkey shoulder is there you go. fantastic. Great, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that like a like kind of a loophole? A like little bit. Like the way they blend it is blended. different in the yeah. process, but it's like a blended single malt almost. And it's only from three uh, distilleries, not forty, I believe. So, like Jack Daniel. I mean, I'm sorry, like Johnny Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny yeah. Walker Black has forty five different. Yeah. What different whiskeys in that blend? That's yeah, why something like that. That's why uh, wow. some blended whiskeys that. With all these different distilleries, it's a little bit thin just because you're mixing from. Yeah, I mean, you got to make places. money, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Paul is actually numb to it. He just tunes it out. He doesn't even realize when it happens. What happened? See, told you. Wow. Oh, I can't. I can't hear. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I don't have headsets. Oh, okay. Oh, is he make? Right. Is he playing WoW? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't that's hear it. Right. He's playing the WoW. Because you thought it was me saying it. No, you it. thought it, it was him like saying it. He's been doing it all show. Oh, yeah. Okay. We we have him doing WoW. Go ahead, hit it. Wow. See? <laughs> and then, wait, 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 better yet, wait, wait, better yet, William Cooper's in the room. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> this is horrible. Wow. And we have Adam saying, does, I really thought it was Paul. Fantastic. No, he does that throughout the show. It's hilarious. That's not cool. That's fantastic. <laughs> then wait, one more time. I hear. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Colin. That's hilarious. <laughs> I can't see Paul's mouth. That's the, the problem. The, the Coop subtle laugh is my favorite because it sounds so natural. Like he's actually when he was room. on, I thought he was actually no, he, Colin, Colin, Colin. No, that was yeah. all Colin. Every time Coop Colin. laughed, it was Colin. Basically, it's all Colin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Coop thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> all right. So uh, I see. I don't even know. So look, I need to understand, right? Yeah. yeah. How much time? An effort did you put into this whole process of selecting the barrels and everything, and then you sold out how fast? Uh, it was a total of about forty-five minutes. <laughs> oh, so we did it. We did it over a, a, a span of a week. So we, w- what happens is that you know there's a group of people. You know, whoever the people may be, you know, th- and they'll come in and they'll get the link and they'll buy. 30 bottles of it if it was all on they'll buy 30 bottles of it and then the next day they'll flip it and put it on the secondary market for fifteen hundred dollars for real i hate that so what we our 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 thought process to this was all right we're gonna put 30 here and then we're gonna wait two days and then we're gonna put 30 more and then wait uh... days. so the people who actually drink whiskey have a chance to buy it yeah. and not get screwed by these secondary market vultures i hate when i walk into a store and see a bottle of you know, Thomas Handy for six hundred bucks on the shelf. It, I, it, I just, I literally had a almost had an anxiety attack meltdown. Somebody just posted on, on, and I was literally just commenting on it mm-hmm. right before I walked in here. So a bottle of Old Rip Van Winkle. And yeah. This is the Buffalo Trace stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Happy Van Winkle. It's a ten year. It's a thirty twenty nine ninety nine. It's a thirty dollar bottle. This this post. This guy, the guy in the liquor store, had it on his shelf 
for eight ninety nine ninety nine, and it's like, yeah. I mean, you, you go to a gas station wow. during a hurricane, it's like ten dollars for gas. Guess what? Price gouging, calling the government. Right. But once a private liquor store owner buys mm-hmm. it, it's his property. He can sell it for as long as he as much. Weller as he wants. Antique One Hundred Seven. You can find for like one hundred and twenty bucks somewhere. It's ridiculous. thirty thirty dollar bottle. Thirty dollar bottle. And I'd rather drink that over any other Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so th- this was sold through what your website? No, no, no. So this is where, you know, when you buy a barrel, you have to have somebody with a liquor license to actually get it. And then um, the hairy part is, you know, obviously it's illegal to, to ship tobacco and right. alcohol through the mail. So then you got to find somebody uh, who's going to sell it that has a, 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 a shipping license. Yeah, wait a second. I was talking to Gary Bigger. Um they have an online company that sells their rosies nationwide liquor. Do they ship too? Yeah, but I mean that 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 guy's got a gold mine. Yeah, there's there some there's some exceptions. Like oh, okay. some people they got approved for certain things. Yeah. Okay, I That's forgot what the name of the on, I forgot what the name of the online company yeah. is, but they're the sole because when he was thinking about doing the bar for KMA, mm-hmm. they wanted to ask the assets if they could push this URL mm-hmm. because anybody who listens anywhere from the country can go to this website, order the rosies, and get it shipped. Yep. Uh, so, so you—there obviously are exceptions. Somebody's selling very few. You have yeah. to get approved, it, and it depends too, it. because some states like Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Hampshire, any maybe? control states, there's, uh, yeah, Alabama. they're state controlled. Yeah. Forget it. Like you got to get it to a relative, North Carolina, for example. Yeah. yeah. So, so if, if somebody wanted to get one of these on your next batch, how do we go about getting some? Or is there going to be a next batch? You sold out in 45 minutes. There will be a next batch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's, Adam, Adam with a dramatic question. Yeah, yeah there's going to be, there'll be, be, there'll be several batches. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, I mean, everybody lives in Florida, so you could just come see me, and, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, Where is me? Where is me? I, yeah, I wouldn't know where to, I wouldn't know where to come and see yeah. you. Well, I mean, I know where you are all the time. I know, so but I'm can... trying to tell other people who are listening in Florida. How, oh, how do you need they... a nod to the gods? We just follow you on the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just it's a private message and stuff. And, okay. you know, th- th- that's it. And I always answer everything. You know, I'm not... Because I'm asking the questions that a lot of people may be listening or yeah, asking. I got you. I want to try to give them the go information. Ahead. You want to oh, go ahead? No, go ahead. Um, yeah. <laughs> Adam's I'm... more worried about what's going in the glass. Yeah, yeah, there's a... Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Pour it. Pour it. My glass is He's empty. like, no. I'm like, uh, You know, I'm sure it's the same thing. And, you know, the cigar world and the whiskey world, you know, it's kind of the same. And, and you know, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, especially in the whiskey world, there's a lot of, you know, pretentious people, you know, oh, yeah. like, oh, I'm a whiskey expert and, and, you know, you're beneath me and I've had the unfortunate pleasure of meeting them. Um, and, uh, they're just, they're, they're, they're rude, and, yeah. you know, and, and they get, they get bought out by big companies and, oh, this is whiskey of uh, the best whiskey, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. You just gotta, you just gotta check, be quiet. But then, but then they're rude about it. So people you know, message me all the time, and That's literally, right. I, I try to answer as many questions as possible. Like, you know, I don't care. I'll, t- I'll talk to anybody about anything. There's no such thing as the best whiskey. I mean, there isn't. Yeah, there just, is, you can't. It, no. It's, it's the exact same thing on the entire cigar level because yeah. every single person's palate is completely different, 100%. and they have a completely different history on what it is with the cigar. And the same thing goes with whiskey. I'm just happy as always drinking whiskey. If it's Jack Tennessee Honey, I don't care. At least that's a gateway into getting into whiskey and understanding it. Then I, I have a feeling else. your fiance really likes the Jack Tennessee honey. <laughs> she doesn't drink whiskey, wow. which is great for me. Have you? Oh, yeah. really? You yeah. can't even get her to try anything. No, she's tried it. She had, I think, one bad experience with it. And do you so find she had she a drink bad wine. college experience? No, 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 oh. no. no, no. Okay. Do you find your cigar? 
background bleed into your whiskey passion? Yeah, actually, the reason I got into whiskey really was because I wanted to expand my palate. And I was able to start understanding the notes of the whiskey better, which has allowed me to then build my cigar palate uh-huh. and pull out more notes from cigars that I wasn't able to before. My next venture, I think, is going to be coffee. Um, but- you got to sip it like this. <laughs> Right? No. Go, go do some cupping. I didn't literally mm-hmm. like what well, the wine experts the say. The heard. only the only way to taste wine is they go like that, yeah. and it's and it, they clock it at a hundred miles an hour. That is a hundred yeah. miles an hour, and that's that's what aerates the wine in their mouth. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> shut off. Yeah, just drink shut the whiskey, off. drink the wine, yeah. like, whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, do your process. Everyone has their own process. Like, yeah, you, you don't know, have to scoff at anyone else's. So if you ever, you know, I don't I don't know if anybody's ever heard this, but um. People who like uh, pickled ginger, you know, like sushi pickled ginger, mm-hmm. they don't they don't like they don't like cilantro too. So like if you like really? one, you like, like the other. I like both. Oh, that's funny. Like like people say, people I like both too. Like I like my both. wife hates right hates cilantro and she loves pickled ginger. My fiance is Colombian. Yeah. We're eating and, a lot of cilantro. And, okay. Ask her if it tastes like soap next yeah. time. A lot oh. of people say cilantro so, tastes like. You soap. know, you have these whiskey experts that are like, "Oh, this is what I get," and you're like, "Candied apricot and toasted." Pumpernickel rye, and you're mm-hmm. like, "What are you talking about?" Go right. read some <laughs> cigar with random you. adjectives that you're pulling out of your, you, you know, your new you know, taco what? meat. Oh, just <laughs> well done, Paul. I, well I done. was well I was done. fighting Bradley for the mic. I was just gonna say taco meat. That was actually used in a review. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's great. Taco meat. So Soggy one person, waffles. That's Charlie one Bonato person, and another person is completely different. Yeah. You know, it, it, everyone has their own palate. Everybody's mm. got their own palate, yeah. and that's what's great about cigars, and that's what's great about whiskey. Absolutely, because nobody's agree. wrong. You're a cigar smoker, I know, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh yes, but Bill, thank you for coming in and bringing whiskey today. It's yeah, that's awesome. Really really appreciate it. I know Alec and Bradley are both very happy that they were here <laughs> for this part of the segment. Yeah, absolutely. That's all right. That's true. And with that, let's see this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the cigar asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. That's the third one. What do you think about that? All right. This week's Cigar Insane Asylum brought to you by the fine folks at Celian Asylum Cigars. This week's inductee really needs to start using the GPS. JR's demolition was assigned to demolish a home in Richard Avenue in Dallas on Wednesday. Workers checked the home to make sure that no one was inside and proceeded to rip out the plumbing and the wiring. Then they tore down the house as instructed. Only one problem. It was the wrong house. A mix-up led their crews to the wrong home on the street where they ended up destroying a 97-year-old residence that had recently been purchased and set for remodeling instead. Now, JR's demolition is working to come up with a resolution. What's the resolution? You got to build a new home, dude. <laughs> That's what I said. Right? I was like, you either, you either buy them a new home right, or you build or them a new home. Right. A resolution for homeowner Jeremy Winninger, who told the press that the property was a World War era. Of course it was. It was a World War era craftsman and held significant amount of sentimental value. He was working with the co-owner of the home to fix it up. We made a mistake and we thought we had the right property. The company's owner's Bobby Lindemood said, man, I guess there's certain jobs like, you know, Organ transplants, you know, whatever. Well, you amputation. just can't. Yeah, amputation. Well, you just can't make a mistake. 
They do, though. Right? There's like no room for error do. to make a mistake. Uh, the shocking incident unfolded in a matter of minutes, according to witnesses who watched the giant, the, uh, the quaint pink house, as it is referred to by the Vickery Place neighborhood, get demolished. We spoke with the new owner of the property who acquired it in 2019, and we'll be working with him toward a resolution, said owner of JR's Demolition. Well, congratulations, Bob Lindemood. And JR's Demolition, you are without a doubt this week's inductee into the Cigar Insane Asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. <laughs> Could you imagine pulling up at your house and it gone? just being gone? Gone. Flattened out. <laughs> That's crazy. What do you do? You buy this house, it's like, ooh, it's a fixer up, or me and my buddy are going to fix it up, make it a great place to live. I mean, and then somebody tears it down. I, I, I just have to imagine. Right, I just have to imagine that if I was in that business, I really would like quadruple check right. before I would tear so, down. So, so their house. argument, just to go in depth, just a, very briefly about it, their argument was that the house was a abandoned. There was nobody in there, but they had just bought it. B that there was plywood over the doors and windows because it was abandoned and they had just purchased it, and they were going to do, do a kind of a gut job and, right. and remodel it and try to restore it. Uh, so that that was their two arguments that, well, we thought we had the right house because oh. there were boards on the windows and the door. You, okay, can ar- honestly, you can argue all you want, but you're buying a house. Honestly, <laughs> after the settlement money, they it's, get to build a, a brand new house right, on that the property. They, have, they don't even have to fix it up. But it was the World War II era. I get you it. Know, mm. They yeah. bought it for that reason, oh, okay. is what the, the owners are saying. Like yeah. They bought of that house for a reason. Did. They could have yeah. bought a, a brand new house. Of course they did. Yeah. Cinderella story. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who do we got next week, Paul? Anybody? I'm waiting. The best, no, we do. The we best do. we can afford. I can't announce it yet. Oh, he just messaged me and said he's checking with his wife. It's one of those. He's checking with his wife. He's a relative of yours? Yes. Sure. It's not a relative I have to of check mine. with his wife? Yeah. You know who you are. I don't know. Yeah, I called you out. <laughs> it's not me. What do you guys go going on? Got going anything on this weekend? Uh, a whole lot of resting from le- le- recovering from last weekend. Well, that, that's the misnomers. Everybody thinks like the Great Smoke's over on like Sunday, where literally it's not really over for us. Like maybe yesterday we kind of tied up most. You got to pack everything up, right? And it took a me- week. Yeah. Wow. It, well, Adam's it, one it, guy. It, 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 nah. <laughs> well, there's a lot going on. First off, there's follow up meetings with each guy. Right. We do a complete, you know, assessment of crap that went wrong that we got to fix. You got to do that stuff. I now didn't see anything you, go wrong. You never do. <laughs> But we have like a I'm sixty-one sure. point checklist yeah. of stuff we need to address <laughs> no, next it was, year. No, it was a great event. Yeah, it was a great event. Checking out the inventory. Yeah, I did appreciate the text. Fi- yeah, right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I've seen nice. everybody. Yeah. Uh, final metrics because you know we donate the ticket, uh, the net proceeds of the ticket sales to the Kids Cancer Foundation. So we That's have great. to come up with that number, and that takes a. It's gathering. A lot. We don't get final invoices from a lot of people, believe it or not, till after the event. Because some things change, like there were some decorators that didn't yeah. do all the parts. There were more man hours in the fairgrounds, you know. So we don't get the final numbers, so we can't cut the donation check until we get all those expenditure money. So there's a lot of actual work for literally five days after the Great Smoke. So I, I think we just kind of winded it down, and there might be a couple of loose ends next week. We got to finish up. I got two things I think I'm waiting on. Yeah, and that's it. But yeah, it, it takes a week afterwards. Oh yeah, it's great. 
Can I do this show every every weekend with you guys? Come on down. Come on in. Okay, Alex, great. I'm in. Work hey, listen, I want to be a host. Listen, Paul's wife makes him go to t- out of town for every family member's wedding. Oh, here we okay. go. Okay. Or go to Disney every other or weekend. Or Disney every other weekend. Or a baby moon every time she has a baby. Or uh, <laughs> daddy had... daycare classes on how to change the, a what's diaper. What's the push present? So, I haven't gotten it yet. And the okay. push present, right? Yeah. Hey, so, hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, he's that generation. No. He's that generation. No, it's not that I'm that generation. I watched the show. I did not say that. You said there wasn't going to be one. I said two weeks ago that there was going to be a push. No, you said there wasn't. such a sucker. You, I did. You got her the bracelet for Christmas, and you said that was birthday push and everything else for the entire year. You should write a manual on how not to be a married husband. We'll pull the tapes. So let me ask something. Yeah. You're getting married? Yes. Is a push present in your future? If I'm told there is, then I guess there's uh, <laughs> man. Yeah, let me ask yeah. let me yeah. ask you a That's question. Boy right there. Do you think your dad got your mama push present? I don't think he knew what that was. Because it didn't <laughs> exist. That's why he didn't know it was some concoction maybe baloney stuff that some women are yeah but i mean jeweler, valentine's day was made up too created. and i'm sure he got her something for for look, valentine's wait, wait, day bradley's looking at me like a deer in head like what's a push present right yeah i can see the lost look in his face he's 24 i, I learned like what a push present is, is a present for having the baby yes, yes. i thought mm-hmm. that the present is the baby my man i learned what a push my present man. was watching this show that must be really? just so you know yeah yes it's new you got into the family uh, no. No. Okay. Good I, man. I like to do a survey. I, I, I never heard of this push present crap. A- Emily Emily has a son. A seven-year-old son. But no, Okay. We don't have a new Do you know she got a push present? I, I highly doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt it. Just Some learning. generational Just learning thing. what this yeah. is. If you're my too, fiance does not know what this is, I do not have to get Your fiance knows. She's going to know now. She knows yeah. what it is. She's not watching. Me. She never watches anything I'm like. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I used to say that, and then my wife would come home and tell me what happened on the show. I'm like, oop. Oh, I see her. Uh, lot. My, I see her. My, girl, my girlfriend watches everything that I'm on, and then she tells me what I did wrong. She watched oh, something boy. one time. And she, but she gives me good. She gives me very good notes. I and I she still haven't told you to shave the mustache. And she loves the mustache. Wow. Whoa! Wow. Well, listen, I'm trying. This you're looking is, good. This is, you're looking good. Listen, this is three months, and I'm struggling with it. Is that, if it's, you're, you're at that you're You at have that to get point. past that point. You get, you get past one more month, and then mm-hmm. you're good. It's yeah. just no. Then it stops it. Yeah. I stop, like After two and a half months, I am done. I can't do it. I, no. I, I'm trying. This is three I'm days. I'm really trying. I, I, I said I'm going to give this a... I never had a full beard. Yeah. I'm trying, but it's... I, I end up finger like banging it all day. Success. Do you not play with your beard all yeah, day? Yeah. It's, it's, well, when I didn't have a beard, I would go like this. Like when I when I would like start, you know, getting mentally struggled. Yeah. You know. And then but, you go but like now this. I, I just yeah. take it. And I just go like this. Yeah, I, I do this all day. Just, just like that. Or worse, sometimes I go against the grain. Go against the grain. Then I got these Wolverine wings that stick out, and I don't. Mine grows out. I look, over I look like Wolverine yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's that awkward period from two to four months. Yeah, you just I gotta get, got to push through it. I am Can't in do that it. awkward period, man. I'm struggling, but I want to do it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Bill Bender Jr. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when I was 20 years ago, I looked like freaking Danny Terrio. Big chops. Bill, I know you said all three of these were fairly similar, but I find it to be completely different in in almost every way. They they had their own. You each have their own uniqueness. Is this one? The, is the last one the highest proof by any chance? No, the first Last, one was, if I'm not mistaken. The first one was, this is yeah. this is the, the second highest by 0.6%. Mm. Okay, you don't taste it as much in the first one, for sure. Oh, really? Because I yeah. totally picked it up. No, no. 
Not for me. Oh, See? really? This was, <laughs> this was the most yeah. complex to me, though. This for one, sure. to me, is the most drinkable. Like, I could do a half bottle. Which one is that? No, the Cinderella That's story like, was like, the most drinkable goes, for it, me. Yes, this really? Goes, yeah. This goes down Really? Like Over the buttercuts? Yes. Water. Yes. Really? Yeah, I could drink that I Cinderella would, story all day. I would drink the buttercuts like... Like it was no, water. it's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It's just that's more my profile. Ah, see, yep, it's a profile. It's the profile. Yep, everything is different. All right. Well, we'll be here next week. We don't know who our guest will be, but we <laughs> we'll will announce uh, it. Can I get a little last second? Yeah. Please buy some urudoshi. Oh, uh, it should be on sale on now. On sale. No, it's not now. 12.30 yet. No, I thought it was 12.30. 12. I thought it was 12. 12, 12. to oh, the cigar. I got a bunch of text Dojo messages. Nation. <laughs> they get the link first. And then 12.30 should be out to everyone. So buy your Uridoshi. Leap day, leap year, February 29th should be gone today. If not, you'll get it again in four years. Oh, yeah. Nice. Can we get that on a guarantee? Guarantee. Or is it going to be Uridoshi? Uridoshi. But I, <laughs> I need Paul to say it because he took Japanese for four years. Uridoshi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's actually pretty good, Paul. That is pretty good. Yeah. Half half of learning the language is learning how to pronounce it. Oh, very much so. All right. Uh, thanks to Bill. Bill, thanks for being here. Thanks, thanks for always me. bringing whiskey. Thanks to Alec, Bradley. Thanks, thanks for being us. here, buddy. And uh, best of luck with the porno stash. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> your your nineteen seventies uh, on film career. I hope everything works out for you. My stardom is coming. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed you in uh, the HBO series. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> about the, New York porn, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That was Ron Jeremy. Aha, uh -huh, it uh, was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Anyway, until next week, as always, keep it lit, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. <laughs> Cigar Fairy's making round. Yeah, that's fantastic. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio.